This Week in League is brought to you by Sportsmate Mobile's League Live, the ultimate NRL app for league fans, putting the NRL at your fingertips. News scores, TV viewing schedules, match day information, and more new features for 2017 as well. Search for Sportsmate in the App Store or Google Play to download League Live today. This Week in League, West Tigers dominate DCE by smashing his backflip record as they scramble to welcome Benji back to the fold. Nathan Cleary adds war hero to his list of achievements after stopping an invading Hess. We're going to do a joke about the Titans, but got distracted by a story in the Courier Mail about a woman that was born without a vagina. It's actually true. It's true. (laughs) Plus, we look back at all the action from round 23 of the 2017 NRL season. All that and more this week in League. Episode 268 of This Week in League. I'm Nate. And I'm Jay. How you doing, man? Fucking exhausted. Why? I've been a single dad for a week. You kill your wife? Sorry? You kill your wife? No. <laughs> no, she's been... Um, she's either really sick... Yeah. ...or she's having an affair with a doctor. <laughs> I can tell you a true story. <laughs> Guy I used to work with... Was all, he, was, he was messed up. I'm not going to say where I was working or whatever, but he was, he was messed up, dude. Because, I don't know if you remember the story, but this must have broken in like the early 2000s or whatever. There was some doctor, like a fertility doctor in Brisbane. And like they'd have patients going there, they're having trouble conceiving or whatever. And they'd conceive, it'd be amazing, because he was fucking, he, he was fucking the women. <laughs> like, and um, so what I'm trying to say is, isn't You're probably a, right. Isn't that a Monty Python bit? It's 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 fucking it's it's true shit, man. That's great. And that was like his marriage and everything. And like, oh man. No, I, you know, single dadding. Yep. And my kids are dickheads. They are not. They're fucking beautiful. When they're here, I love little guy, man. Bring him around. I mind him anytime. Like the three-year-old. Yeah. I'll stick him in front of Rick and Morty, and he'll love it. Damn straight. I'll be his favorite will. uncle. Damn straight. However. Let me tell you, I say to the 10-year-old, right, can you look after your brother? I just need to go to the toilet. Yeah. And I go in there, and I shut the door. Yeah. I then hear... Pull out Candy Crush. <laughs> no, Turtle no, no, no. set out. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm, I'm fucking SEAL Team 6 in this stuff. I'm in there. Um, get in there, shut the door, sit down, relax the scissor. Yep. And then I hear... Dad, I'm turning the oven on. Which one's saying that? A three-year-old. <laughs> and so I'm, like, in one motion trying to up yeah. and cut off. <laughs> Snip, retract. <laughs> I forgot to have the cautionary wipe. And I'm out. And the little shit is standing three metres away from the oven, <laughs> laughing his fucking head off. Yeah, he's such a Morty. That's that's far beyond a Morty. And so for the rest of the fucking week, I'm shitting every time, feeling like the girl under the floorboards in the beginning of Inglorious Bastards. <laughs> like, <laughs> you tell the splash, you're like, Jack. <laughs> like, I'm there. Like, <laughs> you throw a paper down first. Like. <laughs> oh. Have some milk. 
As always, welcome to the <laughs> So I'm fucking tired. <laughs> uh, I have to be from uh, Matthew, who's uh, at xy underscore 1978. A long-time listener, first-time tweeter. Uh, guilty of introducing uh, at Total Ben RL to the show. Love the hoodie because he is actually a, a member um, this year of uh, of uh, Tool Nation. So, welcome to Twitter, sir. And then he's, then he's gone. P.S. I'm a Storm fan. So, uh, cancelled. <laughs> <laughs> you can. You, you can keep is, su- is Super Grove? I feel like there's some Storm fans come out of the woodwork this year. Yes. And I don't want to say come out of the woodwork. For a time. Like, normally people Super do that when Grover the team was gets like, good. Yeah, I, I remember back in back in the early days of the show, there was one Storm fan. And pretty much when the, that whole salary cap thing hit, he's just killed himself <laughs> or, or, you know, killed Rugby League from his life anyway. Um, and Super, they, then there was, a long, there was a long lull for the Storm fans until Super Grover emerged. And he's been fucking... Oh, we met him... He wasn't even listening to the show at the time. We met him at the 2011 Grand Final, I think, and uh, just got chatting to him. And then, yeah, and uh, the you know the the bromance commenced from there. And then we un- unwittingly let another storm fuckhead into our <laughs> into our circle. And is uh, Bethany yeah. a storm fan as well? No, St George, but lives in Melbourne. Just lives so, in Melbourne. Yeah, and, okay. and so she has the 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 storm membership, I think, to you know see the games and. Fair call. Get some rugby league down in that. Oh, uh, if, if, if I was in Melbourne, yeah. Did you have a Broncos membership? No, they're cunts. Yeah, like, yeah. Fucking that cunts. Coming, <laughs> I just, I just, I just, I just find it's like they're almost like two sides of the same coin, really. Just ones in Melbourne and ones in Brisbane. Yeah. I, I got respect for the Storm and how they've done things. Yeah. Which part is that? The cap cheating. We'll see. They were smart Inventing enough. Inventing new they, wrestling moves to cripple their opposition players. They were smart players. enough to get it out of the way so now no one suspects them oh, I think they've always always got that nah you get, over them. No, yeah because it's already happened yeah but is it still happening surely they're not that stupid exactly. is what people say so but then the doggies I mean fucking hell <laughs> was it nearly 15 years since they, since they got hammered yeah. and now they're <laughs> looking they're still in cap trouble it's so del- I can't tell you how delightful it is know, though for them to fall into back-ended contract hell do you know the only reason that people aren't fucking roasting the shit out of the dogs right now they fairly are aren't they no they're not it, oh, it's gentle as fuck you're saying they're giving them a brulee it's been not so much roasting. it's because they have gone over the salary cap completely with potatoes yeah it is crazy it and and because it's it's like it's the the Des Hasler back ended contract special, except instead of like Stewarts and Watmos and <laughs> all these players that have had a fucking amazing year, is this like you spend yeah. all this money on Umbais <laughs> and uh, busted ass Morrises? Because yeah. like Morrises, they, 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 they you know, there's no no yeah. doubt about it. They were, nope. good, they were good players, and fuck their deeds in State of Origin Arena will, will never be forgotten. But um, yeah, now. Busted and a lot of cash you left on the, on the contract. Cunts like the Morrises yeah. deserve, like the their twilight years in rugby league, to be you know with an up and coming club. Yep. You know you, they're, they're the perfect sort of guys you'd bring to your club to mentor the young guys through. Yep. Um, I'd love to see them on the New South Wales, you know, 
coaching stuff, like you know, just the, as like guys, like the legends to that that played and to impart yeah. some fucking work ethic into these lazy cunts that you see, you know, now like like because like Brett Morris, he, he's he's still you know he's not quite up to it. He was okay, but I think those guys. Especially like their their deeds in like was it the second game of that Origin series that New South Wales won? Mm. It was like yeah, f- fucking series winning, ageless, shit. ageless series winning. Tell you shit. what, though, it's an interesting point you wrote. That, that is every time I chat with, there's a bloke I see occasionally um, through work. Yep. And every time we chat, he's a Titans fan and fucking staunch Titans fan, simply because he lives on the coast. How though? Well, he lives on the coast. <laughs> Why though? He loves the fuck out of rugby league. Who was his point before they come along? Um, I, I think he was a Broncos man. He's a Queenslander. Oh, well, that's, well, okay. If you're a Bronco, because I, I feel the Broncos. I mean, fuck, they've been around long enough now. But I mean, they're coming up on thirty, aren't they? But, mm. but I still think they're new enough that if you know you live down there, well, and you're waiting is, for a team to turn up in your area. His thing is, I live on the Gold Coast. Yep, and he's one of those you know Gold Coast community guys. Yep, you know. Um, and when the Titans turned up, it was like, yep, okay. Every time a Gold Coast team turns up, I will support them and I'll buy a fucking... Mem- like, this guy buys a, a box every year. So he was in all he was, he was in for all the Giants and the, yeah. the, all that shit. Yeah. But he buys a box every year and gives tickets out and all that stuff. Yep. Um, and his biggest thing when we're talking about rugby league is he always says, I, I wish that there was an under-23s comp. These days, can you imagine with all these little millennial fucktards coming up, an under twenty threes comp, and it had a an allowance that a club could send three players over that age back to it. Okay. So with a limitation, or just they could be anything. What do you mean they could be like, like rugby so, league players? Not well, like yeah, but I mean you've got like a, a like for example. Paul Gallen, <laughs> you know, you could, or is it like someone that's just like you know over twenty three, but you know barely. No, yeah. great example. Okay. So Paul Gallen, at the end of your career, or when you're coming back from injury, yeah. or whatever, yeah. get get in the under twenty threes. Okay, and you give these kids an example of of what a first grader does. Yeah. Um. Now yeah, I'd love to, see, and you know, I'd go and I'd go and watch that competition. I'd go and watch that competition, but you know, the funny thing is, it'd be like under eights. Sport sometimes there'd be forfeits because they just couldn't get enough players fuck to turn up. Yeah, well, but you, this yeah. is the danger when you when you predicate a league on millennials. It's true. <laughs> so yeah, there have to be some staunch penalties in there for uh, for, for forfeits. And Do you whatnot. remember what happened at Redcliffe when Benji was going to play? No, the, they sold out in like minutes. Yeah, given there was only like thirty five tickets, but. Yeah, it only fits. I went to that stadium one time for the um, the FFA Cup the other week, and it's, yeah, I think it's ten thousand. Yeah, but even like five thousand feels feels pretty full. Yeah. Like so imagine good. imagine if there was a local team. <clears throat> yeah. yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Fuck millennials. That's what I'm saying. Fuck Titans too. They're brought on themselves. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, the biggest tiger. Mate from Junior Footy and I worked out we are both part of Twill Nation. Not on Twitter, so give the Irish Tiger a shout out, please, boys. Irish Tiger. Irish Tiger, consider yourself shouted out. Well and truly. There is like a fight. There's three hours of jokes we can do about Aaron Woods being his favourite player, <laughs> given as 
Darren would single-handedly save their nation from starvation. <laughs> King of the potatoes. <laughs> Fucking, uh, what's his loaves and fish? Fuck your Christ. Aaron Woods is my lord and saviour. Fiddle dee At I'm Stormin' Norman. So, uh, of course, the, the very decorated uh, General Schwarzkopf, Another I believe. Another Storm fan. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah, he said, uh, lads, listen to episode 267 and curious how on earth Fafita didn't make the Grub 17. Off the bench, naturally, since Loz was too big a pussy. Stay tuned. We'll talk about the Grub team in a bit. And, mm. uh, yeah, and I did t- I did to when he makes it. Look, yeah, we'll be discussing it this episode because um, got a few, uh, a few comments back. Uh, good ones. Uh, Rusty Hardup. Actually, that's fucking in the wrong section. You're a tour tourist, sir. I'll put that back later. Oops. Stuart Marler. West Tigers are running a Father's Day promotion. Ironic, given that Father's Day is in September. Mm. Well, I don't think ironic. I think it's it's prudent to run a, for them to run a promotion now for Father's Day because, you know, everyone's in Bali and shit. Yeah. <laughs> September. No one wants to know about that shit. Um, Egg Council Creeper underscore f- fucking peasant merchant. He's uh, sent us a... Uh, uh, tweet bow down peasants bow before officer Gronk egg of the Royal Australian Air Force hashtag twill army so presumably his induction or whatever has taken place and I hope they've got him cleaning toilets and at night time they're putting the soap in the socks and fucking <laughs> smacking him about the torso what was that branch of the military where they were like getting the you know the badges you get and they were jamming them up new recruits jap size or something it I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I don't know. I don't know anything about that. Yeah. Perhaps he can. <laughs> the old, uh, the old Just... stiletto squad. <laughs> <coughs> well, well done, Egg Council. We appreciate your service, but yep. for all your fucking hard work, the actual net Twill Nation representation in the military this year has changed by none. <laughs> I would find. Oh, 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 if if you're in the in the Air Force. And you listen to the show, and you identify who their council creeper. I want you to check his uh, Twitter handle, count the number of underscores, and I want that many fucking put the soap in the sock, and I, I want each person in in the fucking dormitory to uh, to give him that many whacks around the torso. Don't, don't not you know stay away from the face, mm. just around the ribs, back mm. that sort of area, and uh, and report back. For 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 about his medals, <laughs> not official you know, issue from the military, of course, but uh, and they may be they may be more like shots of Patron, but still, maybe he's not a fucking mechanic. I think he's. We've had this discussion before. Something flying, something. I remember saying that he's because uh, I'm not fucking taking my kids to River Fire anymore if he's working <laughs> on those guns. <laughs> They don't do those anymore, though, the, the flyovers. Yeah, they do. They don't do the dumps. Oh, okay. So they just fly over, and that's oh, pretty fucking boring. It's fucking global hotening. Was it? Oh, God. Yeah. He's fucking... Just don't get me started. At Devonhead. So, Facebook keeps deleting the Korean housewife as a check-in each time I rock up there. I'll see later in the Twill Tours, I've seen Highway, he, he checked in on Facebook to the Korean housewife, so I don't know if he had the created or what story was there, or if Trotter's created it, and then he's checked into that one, and it's later been deleted, I'm not sure, but 
Yeah, check it, check up on it for us because um, that's that's our that's outrageous behaviour. Another fucking millennial. Uh, Bethany underscore B underscore ninety seven sent us a, a photograph. Met up with this fine gentleman, Devonhead, at the game down there in Melbourne, and uh, what a great looking couple they make too. By the way, um, Fantasy underscore NRL CEO uh, released his two thousand seventeen NRL Twitter awards for podcasts, and he had us down as the funniest podcast. So thank you, sir. Uh, I underscore am underscore a underscore warrior. Good pod, guys. Nate, good call on the Warriors' development. The owners still making money because shit fans accept shit outcomes. Well, there's one town teams are presumably always going to make money, you know, if they run half decent. I mean, the team's shit, but I mean, could we run well? You know, I mean, it's obviously it's obviously making money because they release fucking 680 jerseys a year. Yeah. And they that's seem to get true. snapped up too, because mostly that's the, that's the one thing they do right. I mean, a lot of their special jerseys look fucking great. <laughs> like they actually nail their and jerseys. You know what? They're all sold in Australia. <laughs> yeah, it's just, it's that thing, that weird thing you fucking Kiwis do. You got to put your fucking fern stickers on your cars, and oh, they love it, don't they? You know, you need to identify. They love everything about New Zealand except living there. Yeah, they love it. I suppose if I had a fucking giant flaming eye looking at me all the time oh, speaking of I, I saw did you see the news article today I have some uh, some Kiwi friends on Facebook and they're sharing it around it appears that Scribe is on the run from the law I believe drug charges they say do not approach if you see him really yeah he's down to that level so um yeah how many people that aren't white do you know that survived that <laughs> Not many. <laughs> Too many. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, and then I was looking at it. I, I had a Kiwi mate telling me, like, oh, yeah, he was, like, this is probably two, three years ago. I was like, what happened to Scribe? And he says, oh, meth. <laughs> Basically, just fucking a massive, spent it all on meth. Poor cunt. How many and, people, like, have got to that level of catchphraseness, right, without actually making squillions from the source of that? Like, yeah. like the fucking weird guy that used to say, I don't think so, Tim. Yeah. Like, yeah. he was getting paid hand over fist and got yeah. to fuck Pamela Anderson and all of this stuff. <laughs> What's the scribe got? <laughs> fucking... Well, yeah. <laughs> the fuck, the foot rot flats guys made more money than he did. <laughs> oh, which one are you talking Are you talking about the actual, like, Murray Ball or are you talking about Dave Dobbin? Because, I mean, that's a catchy-ass song, too. <laughs> I mean that's like, and it's yeah. You know, it, it then became later the New Zealand national anthem, I believe. <laughs> so of course he's going to be collecting mad royalties. Fuck that! That would be the greatest thing ever if at the World Cup. <laughs> Could, do we know someone that works in sound at one of the grounds? That would be the greatest if they just yeah, and now to do the New Zealand national anthem. And instead of like even if you just played the first couple of bars of it and then then went into the God like Defend the fake, New Zealand the fake vinyl scratch <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's got to be someone who could just like just segue it beautifully into it I mean you'd fuck the singer up like they'd just be like <laughs> no they wouldn't it's like a fucking reflex you just said not many I said if any it'd be like that for them <laughs> <laughs> oh, excellent um, Total Ben NRL uh, Total Ben RL sorry Listening to Pod, the day I wish I never mentioned postcodes, my code A55HED. <laughs> Visual gag, uh, Tim BB7. Just heard this week's Pod. If Farrah was ever signed for the Sharks, I'd cancel my membership and watch the Waratahs. 
I don't think I understand how I understand how upset you are. If that would if that happened, I could understand your your, mm. your rage. But I don't think watching Union is ever the answer to anything. Oh, it's not. I don't think it's a question. Well, you know, there's there's plenty of questions like, yeah, what name of sport is dead? The answer would be mm. Union. So yes. it is the answer to some questions, but it's definitely not the answer to uh, Farrah join my team as, as a starting hooker. Yeah. But yeah, there's tough times in your life. The good, the good thing is now, mm-hmm. Robbie Farah is not going to last more than twelve months at any club. Yeah, I think he's he's pretty. If this if the, the stuff about Souths is actually correct, then his options are basically England, right? Yeah. Who else is going to? Is they've there was the benefit of the doubt thing after the after the Tigers. Yes. And then he's gone on to say to go, and then you've got players there going. Well, he doesn't listen to us. He does his own thing. That immediately puts a line through him as viable for any. Doesn't matter who you are. Hundred percent. He's not viable anymore. So yeah. So England, a bit England, some some club would fucking gobble him up, hmm. and he'd probably win the Man of Steel because I mean you make fucking hundred tackles a game, and they'd be like, wow, look at this defence. Yeah. So. Ah, Williams two seven seven. Knew I shouldn't have googled cruise on syndrome while on the bus. Burst out laughing as soon as the white wiki bit came up. <laughs> that was the idea. Jay comes in here last week at the start of the episode and he's just like, this is going to be one of the lines. And I'm like, what the fuck? And then you look at the Wikipedia. He's coming in here like he's got the fucking cure for fucking cancer. Like, not, not the cure for cancer. Like he's the like, cure for cruise on. He's like, <laughs> he's, like, he's coming for some, some blueprint for like a self-cleaning sex bot or something. And he's <laughs> like, he's, he's cracked the code. <laughs> Definitively discovered what came first. It was the egg. <laughs> Oh, yeah. just like look at like look he's like pacing, you know, when he's <laughs> standing in front of the counter at the showbag pavilion <laughs> at the Acre or something. Oh god. Um <laughs> uh, where are we next? So the grub team thing. Okay, so as I mentioned, had a couple of responses to the the grub team. Uh Giannis underscore Matei said any grub team that does not include Sam Burgess and Kenny Edwards is as fraudulent as Penrith's final credentials. Um guess he tweeted that before the games on the weekend. Yeah, I'm just trying to backtrack through. The, oh, geez. Only just, though. I thought probably after the Dragons had a good win. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> so he was feeling frisky. But look, I would agree. I would agree, actually. Sam Burgess would be more grub than... Th- I mean, and, and his brother as well. I mean, they've had the, 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 the chicken you know wingies they, and the... It's only... It's post... No, they're, they're, they're still doing 14. it. They're still doing it. Yeah, like in the grand, they're still doing that grand and final era. It's after. Oh, really? Yeah, I, I think so. Okay. They've just, just got. They've just got the same. They've remained the same in that respect, but just gotten shitter as general players now, then. Yeah, it just seems now that you know, instead of Sam lifting the rabbits with, with running for most of the year, he he tries to lift it with grubbery. Yeah. So he got that, he got that in his head that Penrith game. He's all like, oh, that fucking worked. Yeah, true. Didn't it? Yeah. Smacked these little guys around and they just went, you know. Uh, Bigger Rod said, uh, read the thugs versus grubs. The thugs are more violent, so elbows, swinging arms, headbutts. Grubs more niggly, stand on hands, bend fingers, facials. Agree 100%. I would agree. And, I, you know, you would add to that things like, I think that things like chicken wings and stuff are, are more on the grub side than the thug side because you're not doing it, you're doing it to a guy that can't defend himself. Yeah. It's not like a tackle where you just you know you're going high or whatever. You're actually like the guy was already tackled or two guys have got him and you're you know twisting something or and it, it's that dumb shit like you know every, everyone's going to get a, a hand to the face occasionally. Yep. But it's that you know forearm or elbow on the cheekbone and yep. just yep. rubbing in or 
um, Maguire, the- you know, Maguire getting up and stomping on a fucking yeah. calf. Yep, yep. Like, just that cunty, you know. And the grub stuff is not necessarily against the rules so much. It's more just against the spirit of the game. And a lot of times they don't even get caught. So, see, when I hear niggle, yeah. I think, you know, obviously you think Ennis. Yeah, I yeah, think of yeah. niggle as more verbal. Yeah. I don't know, that might just be me. Yeah, I mean, I, but I do think, you know, I, th- I think there's plenty of physical stuff you oh, can yeah. do. To, I mean, with, I, I think, you know, a couple of, a couple of fingers up the, up the up asshole is, uh, you know, probably takes me, it's too far for, to be called niggle. So Hop- <laughs> Something else altogether. But I don't think Hopper was ever, de- I don't, I, there was never any, any time and place when Hopper wasn't starting in this lineup. I mean, and to be fair, I mean, he could be close to captain. Like, although no, he's had he's had some thug shit in his game too. Like, no, that, yeah, that's what, that's what I was going to say. They they all play him. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's the that's the game. <laughs> uh, There's him and the guy that was Machete. <laughs> oh, Jaguar, <laughs> Mr. Underscore Sharkmaster. <laughs> It's true that was Danny Trejo though, so I was so great pod boys. Uh, read the Grub Thirteen. Will Chambers and Adam Blair are dead set must haves, and surely Radonicus coaches them. Look, I, I, I take the I take the uh, appointment of Radonicus as uh, a pretty good suggestion. Mm-hmm. Adam Blair undoubtedly has that Grub shit that he learned back in his days in Storm. Yeah. Will Chambers though, you know what? What's, um, what's Will Chambers? Oh, he's he's not one that jumped out at me like when someone said Pomeroy. Like, like, I was like, it didn't yeah. he jump out at me? He's like. He's not the last guy I think of, but he's definitely not close to top of mind. No. So I'll need some more clarification on that. Obviously, I don't watch Will Chambers closely enough. But are you getting him confused with Justin Hodges? Like, oh. is Ray Warren tw- tweeting us? <laughs> no, um, no, it's not. Uh, but yeah, uh, we got uh, Kim W. Jobson said, uh, Michael Hancock in the grub side to replace Pomeroy. Now, what did Mick Hancock do? Like... I, I don't ever want to find myself in a position where I'm defending a Brisbane Broncos player for anything. No. However, my my recollections of Mick Hancock were spastic epileptic fits on the ground when tackled, um, and then and then you know getting the ball and running all the way across field, running yeah. back five meters all the way across field, forward ten meters. And, oh my god, what a tremendous ten meter run! No mate, you just got a short memory. <laughs> so. Yeah. The grubby stuff, I don't recall him any, any specific instances of grubbery though, but if you've got one, then by all means, let me know. Um, Mr. Sharkmeister, Mr. Underscore Sharkmeister came back and said, forget the grub team, how about the coaches team? Who have I missed? And he's uh, he's got the coaches 13. And I'm going through I, from 1 through 13. I did like that. Churchill, Bennett, uh, Bennett and Anderson wings, Meninga and Bellamy in the in the centres, the halves, Fulton and Glossop. And then we've got the front row of uh, Sheen's uh, Kearney and Gibson, and then we've got Phil Gould, Norm Pro in the second row, and then uh, Walk in Lock. I'd have to think about that one. That's all. That's I'm, too I much wanna, like, Yeah, I do. I do want too you much to like think. homework for me. I do want you to think, and I want Tool Nation to think because I want to spread that out. And it was from a couple of the follow-up tweets that came. Yep. That they were talking about. Well, what's hang the on, criteria, yeah. and you know, what other, other coaches have to be a good coach and I or want, a successful coach. I, I want a versus match. Okay. I want a versus match, and I want the first team yep. to be great players. Uh-huh. Who, who went, then who became coached. coaches. Okay. And the next team to be players who became great coaches. 
Okay. So you don't necessarily have to be a gun player. So your first team would then be like, you know, your halves would be like Freddie and Ricky Stewart. Yeah. Because, you know, maybe not the greatest coaches, but they were certainly great players. Yeah. Yeah. But then, you know, do you... Don't you fucking at me, Canberra fans. Don't even try that shit either. I'll warn you. Well, right Canberra now. fans can at you. I thought <laughs> yeah. they're not the ones that are going to be, oh, you want a premiership? <laughs> <sighs> Scott Saddle. Yeah. So, yeah, tell us what you think. Yeah, and, uh, and right man, uh, with a W, uh, 28, said, uh, after all the talk of grub and underrated teams, how about a goat team? That doesn't mean greatest of all time team. My man, Minto, captain coach. <laughs> so it's like, goat team when your tongue's so fucking far through your cheek, you <laughs> yeah, you busted your face open. I saw that photo, and I had forgotten. Just how, how much like Wayne he looked at <laughs> Fuck me! That was an unfortunate photo, though. <laughs> unfortunate photo. Like, you know those things they do where you have, like, the, the evolution of? Yeah. You could go, like, you know, Lockyer, Minto, Wayne. <laughs> is, is, is Minto really, like, the missing link between the he two? Is. Or is he, the, is he the, the first unevolved stage before you get to Darren? He's, he's the fucking dude in 300 that wants to be a Spartan. Remember <laughs> that movie? Like, what was the movie that had Damon, Damon Wayans in it? And he was in the... Uh, fucking... And he, and he was a passenger in the car. And, um, and he's like, Dini Lane. <laughs> that's, what remind, that's what it reminded me of. Was that Sandler movie or the Bulletproof? Whatever it might have been that. <laughs> Dini, that's what, like, that picture of, of fucking Vinto. Dini Lane. <laughs> Oh, fucking excellent. Um, tour tourist, astronauts, uh, in uh, oh, the Coranda Skyrail in Cairns and Willis Island, about 500 kilometres east of Cairns. Thank you, sir. Fuck you, Norts. On his cruise and drinking copious amounts of piss. Being on a cruise, motherfucker. Uh, Egg Council Creeper said, uh, watching the Raiders game in a chocolate factory on the Great Ocean Road overlooking the Apostles. That's great. Don't give him a shout out or anything. Don't tell us what the chocolate factory was. Oh, <laughs> Don't tell us. That's harsh. Yeah. <laughs> You know, don't give the guys a shit. You know, free, free fucking plug or anything. Yeah, yeah. that's some. Tro- I mean, we could look. We could probably look it up. They're probably the only one there. But uh, <laughs> <at> highway, <laughs> highway. That uh, he's uh, in Mexico, aka the Korean housewife. I just have to say, East. You know, we poke a lot of fun at East about not getting crowds, and it's because it's true. However, highway this year, he's been he's been to Melbourne, he's been to Adelaide to watch the side. So that's some fucking staunch shit, sir. Respect to you. Mick the Perm, despite ensuing poverty due to Belgian cunts on the way to the airport heading to Vienna, listening to you blokes. So that's a lovely perm. Just keep rubbing that European fucking life into us. Um, and uh, where was the one that we missed out? That I missed out earlier. Where are we fucking... Uh, rusty hard up. Driving down to... Well, <laughs> this is a combination slam on the show and tour tourist. Yeah. He's driving down to the Janolan Caves. Wife, what are we listening to? Me, Twill, wife. It makes no sense. <laughs> Batten Rusties, clearly. Um, <laughs> she, she's she's clearly <laughs> she's a smart woman. Um, okay, this week in Ben Pomeroy, the boys are back from at Super League Pod. Give those guys a listen. Uh, hit them up on Twitter at Super League Pod, of course, as always. And uh, it's great to have them on again. So take it away.
Now then lads, Tom and Mark here from the Super League pod ready to bring you your weekly update on all things ESL this week in Pomeroy. And we start this week on Thursday evening and the second round of fixtures of the Super 8s with Wakefield finally waking up and realising that the season isn't over with an emphatic 38-6 win over the Leeds Rhinos. The Milky Bar kid Jacob Miller made a welcome return to the Trin lineup following a broken leg from back in May and he made an immediate impact. With, the, with much of the Wakefield attack flowing through him. The sides traded tries early on with Adam Cuthbertson going over for Leeds in reply to Joe Arundel's effort. But that was as good as it ever got for Leeds, who never got going in this fixture, thanks in part to defensive lapses and also a simple lack of attacking verve. Then on Friday evening down at the Totally Wicked Stadium, there was a low-scoring affair played out between St Helens and Hull FC. It finished 8-6 to the men from Humberside in a game where it would be kinder to say that defences dominated. In truth, this was a scrappy affair and the main difference between the two sides was the performance of peripheral England squad member Mark Snade who kicked or scored all eight of Hull FC's points as the early birds maintained their push for a home semi-final and at the same time over at the DW Stadium your world champion Wigan Warriors faced off against an improving Huddersfield Giants side and came out 18-4 in a result which keeps the Cherry and White slender semi-final hopes alive this was another scrappy encounter with errors galore for both sides, but it was Wigan who were able to hold it together for longest and grab two vital competition points, thanks to tries from Man of the People Anthony Gelling, England back rower Liam Farrell, and ex-New Zealand warrior Sam Tompkins, who put the icing on the cake in this important win for the Pie Eaters. And in the final Super 8s fixture of the weekend, Castleford Tigers all but sealed the league leaders moniker for 2017, thanks to a 23 points to 4 win away at the Salford Red Devils. A brace of tries from former Penrith man Zach Hardacre sent Cass on their way but the men from West Yorkshire didn't have it all their own way despite the flattering scoreline. Mario Vatuvai bagged his third try in two games early in the second half before the Red Devils then began an assault on the Castleford try line that was ultimately fruitless and means that Cass now need only one point from the remaining five fixtures to take the league leaders shield with them into the semi-finals. And then some other results to bring you from the qualifiers and Peter Hicku continues his rich vein of form since moving up north as his Warrington Wolves with 52 points to 24 winners over Steve McNamara's Catalan Dragons. Witness Vikings got their campaign off the ground with a 36-12 win away at part-time as Halifax. Championship side Hull KR got a 2016 victory away at Super League side Lee Centurions to give their bid for an immediate return to the top tier a massive boost thanks in part to two tries from hooker Sean Lunt and London failed to capitalise on their strong performance last week with a a 32-all draw with part-timers from Featherston thanks to a late score from Fev winger former Parramatta junior Chris Aluja. So after two rounds of the Super 8s Cass remained top on 42 points 10 ahead of Leeds in second Hull FC and Wakefield Trinity make up the top four on 31 and 28 points respectively uh, St Helens will still believe the top four is within their grasp as they sit one point behind Trin on 27 points in fifth place Salford dropped to sixth on 26 points one clear of Wigan in 7th, who leapfrog Huddersfield in 8th on 25 and 23 points each. The qualifiers remain two new competitions to call but the cream is starting to rise to the top Warrington and Hull KR both have 4 points respectively, followed by Lee, Widnes and Catalan on 2. London and Feth shared the spoils this weekend and both have 1 point, while Halifax Blue Sox occupy 8th place with 0 points as yet. Okay, uh, it's great to see the membership, seeing uh, guys putting the, you know, sticking the stickers on things that aren't vandalism like their own stuff, like guitars, like a Solzy with the guitar, and Biggest Tiger with his um, his uh, clipboard of doom. 
<laughs> with a couple of twill stickers on there too, which is you know, staunch as fuck he is. I fucking um, love you to death, biggest tiger. Isn't he just? The, isn't he just the greatest? He is. He might be the biggest tiger, but, but he's why, also the greatest bloke. Well, the biggest question: Why the fuck does a grown man have a clipboard? Well, can't really stay on the air. Got to keep his incognito in place. Okay. He's got valid reasons. He's got reasons. That's all I'm saying. And valid, valid reasons. I'll tell you when I press okay. pause in a minute. Um, now, had a tweet from uh, your mate and mine, Mr. Wars. Got my This Week in, we- in League swag. Enough stickers here to paint all of the dingy corners of Southeast Asia in green and gold. Challenge accepted. The thing is, because he sends us tweets all the time about putting stickers on things and, you yeah. know, Photos in fucking Germany sticking a sticker on something and blah. blah. So I sent him a fuckload of stickers. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like, motherfucker, you want to you want to vandalize shit? Then I'm going to enable the fuck out of you, and I'm going to send you like twenty stickers. <laughs> and so um, and if anyone else is you know similarly inclined, let me know. I'll send you a fuck ton of stickers. Because <laughs> yeah, okay. I, I got I got loads of stickers extra. Um, and so yeah, by all means, and some of the stickers just to um to duck back to to Perm, our yep. other European correspondent. Yes. Big shout out this week to him. He went to a place um, called Bratslavia. That's not a real place. It is a fucking real place. Yeah, maybe in a vampire fucking movie. Well, it also happens to be where I tell my kids (laughs) that they're adopted from sometimes. (laughs) And I didn't know that it was a real place. Well, well. well. So... I've said a poem. Um, look, do me a favour. <laughs> Give me a photo or whatever in front of a sign that says this. And he did something better. He says you can show them that this is the mum waiting for their kid to be taken away. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they look, they look fucking so, happy there, that's for sure. So, Perm, you are indeed king of the Panthers and also king of fucking Bratslavia. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> Their tourism just went up by five hundred percent. Where the fuck is it? Like, what's it? Ne- what's it adjacent I don't know, where to is it now? Vienna. Yeah. So, so, so shares a border. Is that, is that where it is? I don't know. I don't think it's a country. I think it's a town. Oh, okay. Just yeah, yeah it's just it sounds yeah, okay. I suppose there's like eight thousand countries in that place. <laughs> exactly. news this week I guess I mean what do you want to talk about I want to I, I think we should address the Titan situation it's a developing situation it hasn't come to a head yet it may come to a head immediately after we upload the show it may come to a head in a couple of weeks at the conclusion of their season because you know, obviously they're not finals bound or whatever but um, man it all came it, it, it all came when it started the smoke started and then it was a fucking inferno in no time flat crisis meetings Apparently, to try and broker a ceasefire in a feud between Jared Hayne and and uh, the coach Neil Henry, uh, then it was like okay. I saw some of the Queensland-based journalists and like Courier Mail guys and stuff saying you know the decision's pretty much been made, you know timing the announcement you know pending, but they're going to sack Neil Henry over this shit. As a Gold Coast Titans member, yes, I feel that you should you you should have a a lot to say. About I this. got a video. 
from the club CEO today. Was it the goat video? No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I should send him one back. <laughs> Thanks for your video. Here's one. Here's what uh, I prepared earlier. <laughs> and basically said, fuck all. He, he basically said... This is uh, Henry saying... No. Hen- Hennesley, whatever his Annesley. fucking name is. Hennesley. Yeah. Henny. Hennesley. I'm <laughs> <laughs> the whitest cunt in the world. Oh. Um, basically said absolutely nothing. The, the club has not made a decision and... The There's board, no feud. To, no, did no. Oh, because that's, that has come out in all the new stuff today. It was like, there's there's no feud. That's, that's yeah, bullshit. No. All he, all he said was, the board has not made a decision. Okay. They, you know, they're saying that there's been lots of stuff in there, mm-hmm. and unfortunately, we can't weigh in on that debate now. Why? Because your finals campaign's in the balance? Fucking, who knows? But basically, it was a plea to not cancel memberships. Yeah. yeah. But, um, uh, look, I, I don't know if I'm too old school about this, but I have a giant fucking problem with Jared Hayne. In this instance? In this you, instance. Yeah. I, I, ha- I don't think that... Uh, Unless it's just, unless something comes out, unless concrete stuff comes out saying that like that Neil Henry's done some fu- egregious shit, yeah. Then I don't think there's any any example where a player gets a coach gets you know rightfully. I mean, like, let's look at the most the most recent example of this you know player power thing that's happened. And it's like the West Tigers. Yep. Probably worked out well for them because they got a better coach. <laughs> They also lost. They Robbie lost. Farrell. They lost. Yeah, they lost Robbie Farron. In lost, fact, it's fucking genius. And they ultimately, but they ultimately also lost three three out of four players that they yeah. wanted to keep. Yeah, they had identified as like their big four in quotes. Um, and whether the players self-identified as that or what? Well, Robbie, Robbie Farrell wasn't the, you know, marquee player. Yeah, at that club. Yeah, either. Yeah. So, but in the West Tigers' case, I mean, you know, the Jason Taylor are getting fired. You know, not long after notwithstanding because that's a separate a separate issue but he won the Farrah thing eventually and I think that in in all cases unless there's some I don't know some egregious shit going on I think that, that you would never choose a, a player over the coach I mean I'm sure clubs would be tempted to do to choose the player a lot of times like if it was the Cowboys and it was Thurston that was the problem you know I think that you know they'd probably want to keep Thurston yes I think that you know maybe yeah, in some other clubs that might be the case as well. How, See, my issue here is Hayne. Yeah, and and I yeah we. But Jared Hayne, yes. Given the form that he's displayed, yes. He's lucky to have a fucking job as it is. Yes. Given, I mean, you, you the times the times were flying this time last year. Yep. When he joined, and he didn't kill him completely, but there was a marked change in that side. Still made the finals. Were fu- referee f- ref fucked out of the out of the finals too. Let's not forget that. Yeah. But they weren't playing the same as they were four weeks earlier. Fuck no, no way. They were not. But you know, it was a massive supporter of Jared Hayne when yep. he went to the NFL. Yep. You know, we went on record at the time yep. saying, "Fuck, good on him. Fuck the haters. Follow your dreams, son. That's it. And it's an amazing thing that he did." Mm-hmm. Since he has been back in rugby league, he has acted like an entitled little cunt. And because the thing that struck me in the NFL thing was that he seemed to be humble, like I don't know anything. You know, this is the world where I'm not the you know not the guy. So I yeah. do, do the work, blah blah blah. And ultimately, you know, he he 
you know, he, the, the work became too hard and he found a new dream. But, yeah, you know, he went through that. He went through the preseason training camp, through the preseason games, managed to land himself a role in their final roster. Yep. And, he, you know, he did that thing. He, he played that game. That's fantastic. This is so much simpler than that. Yep. Shut your fucking mouth. Do what you're fucking told. You know? Be a team player. And certainly not get any any personal shit fired up that impacts the team as clearly as it is. I mean, they can say that there's nothing going on. Yeah. So, but yeah, their performances the last couple of week, weeks they've lost they've lost all that scrap that they had uh-huh. that, that they that got them by earlier in the season yep. when they had 15 guys you know fit yeah. guys on the field you know 60 minutes through a match and blah blah uh-huh. blah lost all that and it's just total capitulations now. Yeah, I I don't know what's going on inside the Titans. But you look at you look at this position, right? If a player says something that a, a club doesn't like, then the club their option is, well, okay, we're going to punt that player. Mm-hmm. You look at the poor old fucking Raiders; they've done it for far worse shit. Yep. But you know, in this yep. example, a club punts but far a player, more talented players too at the, at that time. At that time, career, yeah. yeah. But a club punts a player; they've got to pay them out. Yep. Um, in this instance with Hayne, they yep. would have to. And then, or like come to some arrangement with another club where another they're club, still footing the bill for exactly. some of it. Or, yeah. uh, and then that player comes back, and if, if that player does anything positive in a game against them, there's egg on their face. Yeah. With coaches, you can sack a coach. And like you look at Jason Taylor. Jason yeah. Taylor was sacked. Then all of a sudden he's ended up, he's an assistant at over, the Roosters somewhere. East again, yep. Uh, but every time that Easts beat the Tigers, nothing comes Don't up. Don't shit. It's not Jason Taylor, Avenger. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, now, to, again, to bring this back to an issue that he's dear to my fucking heart, I fucking hope that someone at NRL HQ is wising up to this shit and going to these cunt, same hat-wearing, green armband, fuck-face RLPAs yep. and saying, tell you what, Here's your fucking revenue share. But clubs reserve the right to pay on performance. To not have your guaranteed contracts. Yep. Because show me show me one player that's been signed to a massive fucking deal and not dipped a little. Yeah, it's hard to it's hard to say. I mean I'm trying to, I'm trying to think of like Talmalolo. <sighs> Maybe too early to say. That's it. But you look uh, yeah. even back to the first, the first when it really started happening. Yeah. Well, the first I can remember is the Scotty Prince days. Oh, okay. You know, getting those big beefy fucking contracts. Yeah. And then all of a sudden. Yeah. Where's the fucking risk? You know, in this instance, it'd be a lot different if Jared Hayne could be punted at the drop of a hat. Yep. And his one point two million was gone and then all of a sudden he's Benji fucking Marshall playing for 180 grand a year that would be great but you know that was something that the RLPA would never ever fucking sign off on how bad do you want your fucking profit share uh, yeah but I mean like that yeah, uh, yeah for an organisation that's allegedly you know best interest of the players themselves somewhere a player can get <laughs> get punted and lose exactly. their money is certainly nothing that they would ever subscribe to hmm. but the NRL are absolutely fucked in this instance. Players have way too much power because of guaranteed contracts and the fact that if they go to another club, if somebody has to get rid of another player, yep. then 
then they they basically have to you know, look at fucking you, are they, for you yep. guys. Yeah, so, they're going to pay them, yeah. Yeah. Jared Hayne, keep your fucking mouth shut about internal club business. But then you've got the other thing in the Korean Mail today, and like, the, uh, I didn't read the article, but the headline was titillating. The massive full-page, back-page article with the, the, the hero shot being uh, Ash Taylor and Kane Elgie with the headline being something, you know, paraphrasing, like, you know, Henry leaves or we do. For starters, Kane Elgie, shut the fuck up, mate. You done shit. <laughs> Motherfucker, be thankful. Yeah. They'd be thankful that you even play first grade football because, I mean, you're not as good as Roberts. They don't fucking act yeah. like it. And the Titans have never performed as well with you as they have with Taylor and, and Roberts as the hardest combination. Taylor... Okay, he's their best player, and I mean, he's dipped in like he's dipped recently. Maybe it's because of this shit. I don't know, but certainly for he was certainly the first half of the season. He was fucking he was tremendous. Yeah. Um, the thing is, it's just it's such a shit situation for a club to be in when Wayne Bennett has already declared that he wants Ash Taylor to return in 2019. Mm-hmm. Ash Taylor has a year to run, obviously, which was the 2018 season, mm-hmm. and then they're saying coach leaves or we do, and so if the club is you know principled. Yeah, you know, they're they're in a in a you know no win situation. If they're principled, they go yeah. oh, fuck you, leave. Then we already know that he's got, he's got a massive paper bag up the M one, yeah. Wait, waiting for him. He you know, at, does. at their fucking largest rival, yeah. Um, the big brother, the team just fucked them over fifty four shit, etc. But see, this is the shit that fucks me off. You you don't get to send ultimatums in your workplace. I can't remember the last time when I was working for the man, which is kind of like a decade ago, mm. but I, I cannot remember ever sending an email. <laughs> the chairman fucking goes. Yeah. <laughs> or, or I'm walking. <laughs> and could you imagine what, how it would go? Sounds <laughs> me. And, and this is that thing, you know, Jared Hayne isn't performing. No, not at all. In any None way, of the shape, three named are performing at the moment. Yeah, I mean, sure, Taylor's had some great performances in him this year, but the majority of the season, let's say, LG's been uh, very disappointing. Yes, but LG LG ties his he ties his cart and wagon to to Taylor. Yeah, he fucking <laughs> it certainly does. does. Um, yeah, it, fuck. I'm I'm beyond words. Like, yeah, you know, again, yeah. if they don't start speaking out of school to shit cunt reporters it doesn't get blown out of proportion yeah like the within 20 minutes of the quote Jared Hayne said oh if they don't want me here I'll look elsewhere yeah the headline was Hayne threatens to walk out yeah. <laughs> <laughs> fuck me um <sighs> if it's to be believed Parramatta have told him no thanks yeah which I think's great yep um, I do not want him at my club. Again, you, you listen to the stuff around Jared Hayne. Uh, read between the lines of everything that Nathan Hindmarsh has, says about him. Lazy trainer. And he's yeah, the one yep. that went through that 2009 yeah. yep. run. Yep. Um, you know, you, you can be a lazy trainer. And every time I hear those examples, people point to Wayne Bennett and Alfie Langer, right? And so Wayne Bennett's a fucking football oracle, and he used to let Alfie Langer slide from training. Yeah, but Wayne Bennett also said, like, yeah, yeah listen. You know, I remember, I, I, I heard this story come out of the mouth of, uh, I think it was Gordon Tallis. I want to say mm. it was Gordon Tallis. And he's, like, getting flogged at training and Langer's doing nothing. Mm. And, and he's like, well, says to Wayne, why, you know, 
why am I getting flogged? And you know, and when Wayne's basically said, "Look, you know, some players, all you need them to do is to bring their boots on Sunday. Mm. <laughs> that's that's it." And even think of like the latter years of. Uh, well, like Cliffy Lyons never fucking trained properly either. I remember reading in uh, in Beaver's book. This is back in obviously it wasn't the professional professional days yeah. of rugby league in the in the, the mid nineties or early nineties, but they had a uh, a gym and the, and the players were required to to work out at the gym and Fulton wasn't always there watching them, but Cliffy would come in, sit on the weights on the bench press bench, have a cigarette, get up, walk out. Fulton comes in an hour later, says to Beav like you know, has fucking Cliffy been in? Yeah. So they can answer um, honestly. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah, so they answer honestly. And, and that's but Terry Lamb in his later career as well. Like I mean, when you know, with injuries or whatever, he never he just had pretty much had to show up on game day. Like they they t- they took his yeah. load off completely so he could but try again, his in, career. In all of those examples, and yeah, you know, I love those fucking stories. Yeah. However, Alfie Langer was performing. Mm-hmm. Terry Lamb, he'd earned the right. Yeah. Same with Cliffy. Yeah, and still performing. Still you know? performing. And as still well. performing. Yeah. Jared Hayne has done nothing and so and and like I think a lot of the problems at the t- with the Titans I mean because I just don't know where after his physical changes to to, to play NFL mm. I just don't know where you would have him in a side anymore because center he's He's not he's not not great as a centre. He looks he's gassed. He's body far too early. Yeah, in the his, game. his whole physiology has changed. That I don't think he's not the fullback or, or the winger that he you know that no. he was. So you can't put him there. Where do you fucking play him? I just don't know. You know, they fuck when he when he was good. They tried the, the experiment with him in the halves, and that didn't yeah. work then. Like so, it's not going to work now. But he's not he's not a fantastic ball player. Yeah, and 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 he's not a player that has like fucking like grit or anything is so and you couldn't even run him out at like on a lock or something you know and even even now his burst speed yeah is all but gone yeah which is weird because I mean you think that's something that he would have retained or even yeah. enhanced over there in the NFL but like if, even if he could you know punch through a line and yep. he was and he was playing that sort of you know yep you know fringe really far edge running yep, yep. forward maybe but yeah yeah and so, like, so, and so, while while I think a lot of it is, where's his fucking position? The Titans haven't been able to figure it out, and I just don't know if anyone really could. I just don't know where he fits in in a modern, mm. in a current day uh, NRL side. The irony so. is the only team that that is desperate enough to take him is probably the Bulldogs. Yeah. <laughs> and they could they'd have to they'd have to jettison. Says, Fuck! I'd love to see the poor cunt end up at the Warriors. Yeah, I just yeah. I mean, if he if he leaves the Titans, I mean, who picks him up? Nathan Brown, from what I've heard, uh, and he's never I've never seen him address this, but the way he's addressed other players, talk about other players coming to the Knights, he's actually pretty fucking switched on, and I, and and doesn't take any shit, and he's not taking any discards, so it wouldn't be it wouldn't be the Knights. No. I remember that they were talking about the the Bulldogs because there was talk a, a little while ago that um, you know they're trying to get James Graham up there. It was even in the off season last year for this season yeah. to get, and he said, he said, look, this is the thing with the Bulldogs and teams, the other teams that have gone spent over the cap or like pledged yep. pledged over the cap. He said, look, we there are teams that did the right thing mm. and signed players up to the cap that was stated. Mm. There were some that you know that got carried away with the speculation it would raise to this, and they made their signings based on that, which is stupid. And um, yeah, we're one of the former sides. 
And the Bulldogs, sure, they've got these players they want to send out to the market and shop around, but they're going to have to come to terms with the fact that people don't have to buy those players and they might have to let go players that they don't want to let go, not just farm out the ones that they do want to let go. And so they talked about James Graham at the Knights the year before and he said, yeah, look, yeah, and he didn't mention him by name, but he's like, you know, and he's broken down like please, so he's broken yeah. down. No, we're not taking them. Let's look at ones that we want that you don't want to let exactly. go. Exactly. That's who. Yeah, that's who we're going to be. If taking. your goal is to free up money, you're going to have to make some hard decisions. I'll let, tell you who I'll take. Yeah, yeah. exactly. We're not. We're not doing favors um, for another fucking club. But yeah, the. I think Brownie would also be too smart to take Jared Hayne as a person. Yeah. 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 You know, he's he needs to get fucking slapped. Maybe yeah. <laughs> maybe it's the best thing that could happen to him. He'll be a fantastic coach in 15 years. <laughs> Yes, but yes. Um, um, I don't. I don't know what. Fans. I don't know what the answer is. I feel like they're going to probably sack Henry, and then Hayne might go at the conclusion of whatever the time was anyway, and that might be it for him. Um, I can't see them biting a the bullet and sacking both of them unless they can get a team to take the bulk of Hayne's contract money. Look, there, there is that third option. Fold the club. <laughs> you know, it would be fantastic. Fold the club. You say, well, you know what? <laughs> We're going to keep Henry. Yep. And we're on him. Yep. And unless you perform, we will fucking pay you one point whatever million to play in fucking Reggie's. Yeah. And the minute you stop showing up, you're in breach of contract. And then you get fucking fired, yeah. And then, we don't owe you a fucking red cent. I yeah. would love... I, I would have more respect for the Titans than I've ever had in my life. And if we're getting word from, like, you know, the coach of Tweed or whoever, the, whoever it is... If we get word from that, that you know you're not fucking putting in at training and all that sort of stuff, breach. You yep. can't just show up, motherfucker. Yep. You got to you got to turn up and you got to play for those guys. That would be the fucking big dick club move. Yeah. That would be the we are bigger than one individual. Yep. Fucking, we may not renew Henry at the end of next year, but that's beside the fucking point. You're going around speaking of fucking journalists. Yeah. You're doing this. You're doing that. Fuck you. And at the end of the day, if the if if the coach if the worst thing that Neil Henry's done is piss off a fucking uh, a big head star mm-hmm. and two fucking millennial fucks who in their second season haven't done shit in the game, yeah, then it's not like he's doing a bad job. Fucking nice. And so you know, I don't think it's the worst thing to back a coach in that situation. This Week in League is brought to you by Sportsmate Mobiles. League Live, the ultimate NRL app, putting the NRL at your fingertips. News, scores, TV viewing schedules, match day information, and more. Search for Sportsmate in the App Store or Google Play and download League Live today. And uh, yeah, don't forget to follow their Twitter account as well, at Sportsmate and at our League Live, their game day salt account, where they... <laughs> where they'll run straight at fan bases where they, where they fucking deserve it um now the first game Thursday night wow blockbuster uh the Rabbitohs defeated uh the Bulldogs 28 to 14 at ANZ in front of a crowd of just over 8,000 um I think it's the first time I busted that one out this year do you know how fucking tired I am how tired I'm going fuck I, I thought that was the Rabbits and the Dogs I'm looking for different notes <laughs> Because I said Rabbelos. No, because you said Blockbuster. (laughs) 
Oh, fucking the rabbits! They uh, had tries to uh, Goodwin uh, a double to AJ and uh, Aaron Gray with a try as well. Reynolds four of four conversions and two penalty goals. The doggies fourteen came from tries to Chase Stanley and James Graham. Uh, Stanley two of two conversions and a penalty goal. This game lived up to the promise, one hundred percent. What the rabbits winning and the bulldogs stinking it up? Yeah. yeah. There was one brief blip in there where the rabbits were well on top at half time, and the bulldogs came back, and it was like fucking sixteen fourteen or something. And it was like, yeah. holy shit! In the blink yeah. of an eye, it's game on. And then, <laughs> and then, literally, in the time it took me to say, in the blink of an eye, it's game on. South had scored two tries and and switched the game the fuck off for the rest of the night. <laughs> it's like someone just found the glitch of the matrix. Hang on, and just wrote the score. <laughs> um. Look, South have found some, some yeah, end of season form, and yep. it's probably a, a very little solace to their fan base. I, th- I think sometimes when you're down at this in this position on the ladder, sometimes it's that's, that's, that's oh, plenty. That's all you need. Please, a positive end to the season. You're not gonna make finals, but if you knock a few guys off on the way, then great. Hey, I've I've been this <laughs> fucked. Right? I've been this like so far past this fucked. That I could not catch a bus back to this fucked. <laughs> so I hear. <laughs> but um, it that both these teams to me just look archaic. Yeah, you know, and and well, the base not even twenty fourteen. Even though it's twenty fourteen grand final, it's more. It, it feels like they're more like a twenty twelve. Like, and that's the another scary era game. fucking thing. Yeah, yeah it, it's not that long ago. That was when the um, interchangey. Yeah. Uh, thing happened, but you know, the, it's a simple game. However, these these teams really aren't doing anything different from back when. Mm-hmm. Just bashing teams could get you through. Yeah, you know, now you need to be clever about what you do. You need to be strategic about where you're focusing your point of attack. And to be fair, there have there have been you know. Tremendous personnel changes on both sides as well, which have stunted the, their their output somewhat. I mean, like losing the likes of, of of GI on the on the rabbit side. Oh fuck yeah! And uh, and doggies. I mean, fuck me when you look at their yeah <laughs> their lineup. Hundred percent. And I'm not saying that you know the dogs are so fucked <laughs> that you look at their you look at their lineup now and you and and you're like if you were, you put yourself in the position of a dogs fan. And you're like, you, you pine for the days when it was Hodkinson and Reynolds in the house. Yeah. Like, and even back then, those days were like, eh, not the most dynamic combination. But that's the, the thing, though. You know, they they were effective because Hodkinson would kick accurately and they'd put a team in the corner yeah, and they'd just belt them and they'd have this beautiful rotation of ball-playing big men. Yep. Now... They've forgotten how to play ball. Well, well, these cunts are absolutely fucked. Mm-hmm. They're that drained that they can't uh, they can't really do anything effective. So, jeez, the, the the rabbits have you know got a, a couple of newbies coming through, you know, with a, a little bit of hope. But the dogs, fuck me, get get prepared for spoons next year, dogs fans. Spoon next year. Well, I mean, the, the thing I'm not prepared to. You know, first episode next year, I'll probably be saying it, but I can't say it now because who knows how the fuck this salary cap shit's going to, I mean, are they not going to be able to take for and after all? Are they going to have to just, 
it would it would make perfect sense that they just you know cancel the woods and foreign thing, and that probably solves all their problems. Yeah, true. But then where do those two go? Like, it's, who knows? There's, there, there are many many little chapters of the saga to be played out before we start kicking the ball around in 2018. But yeah, they're not they're not. Looking Unfortunately, good. I mean, if that happens, I, I spoke to a legal person. <laughs> yeah. It pretty much means that Aaron Woods can't play. Yep. Unless he, if he can't find somewhere else to go. That's got some room somewhere that can, yeah. Yeah, so the, the, fuck off the issue will be with the NRL registering his contract. Yep. So it's not like he's contracted by the Tigers yep. until this becomes yep. official. It's just, you don't have a club. He's yep. probably then got grounds to go Canterbury for... For, yeah, some sort of, yeah, recoup. money. Of, yeah. Um, yeah. But, uh, Interesting. Yeah, he can spend the rest of his life in a, a nice, you know, hot... Tropical deep fryer somewhere. <laughs> Getting roasted. Golden brown. Uh, at John Manley fan. Take a girl to a Bulldogs game and she'll probably beg to be roofied. Unconsciousness is preferable to this shit. <laughs> Hashtag bullmuts. Uh, Nathan underscore Sal. Josh Reynolds diagnosed with a season 2017 ending injury. West Tigers diagnosed with a season 28 and 2018 ending, ending Josh Reynolds. Mm. Now this one is... um. Despite the fact that he's a grub, like I still feel sad that you know he's not going to get to ha- you know finish on his own terms at that club. Already, he wasn't getting to finish on his own terms because he was getting shown the door. Oh, he but then he had his fucking game against Newcastle. Yeah, uh, yeah, he did. He did have that, but um, you know, it fuck is, the tripping cunt. Yeah, Jesus, you're you're hard man, unsentimental man. Um, <laughs> Mario Seeks, that game was decided the instant South showed up. Zero seconds of tension. Fuck the pub side. Are terrible. Yeah. Oh, look, that, that fucking you killed my father guy again. He's okay. Yeah. yeah. Hopper's Hopper's gonna be okay. Um, saying, saying that Hopper's, uh, I can't remember when the last time was, but it's like the first fullback in many years. Let's say hmm. the lead down the barrel of going through a whole season not scoring a try. Fuck. Emilio didn't play a lot of it. He didn't play a lot at the start. Yeah. But it fucking nailed on. I'm gonna put. I'm putting money on Hopper anytime try score this weekend. That, that fucking. Hunter Mariner guy they got from the Warriors. <laughs> he's alright. Yeah. That's, I mean, that's the best you can say. Though. I know. You're like, I'm you know, he's alright. Yeah, he's alright. I'm fucking clutching the lipsticks here. Yep. Uh, Shane Aaron Elvis. They say when Souths go good, league is good. BS. It's when the dogs are this shit. I could watch this week in, week out. <laughs> Hashtag fuck Chapo. <laughs> There's some, uh, some, there's some there's some good uh, periscope work on uh, with Chapo outside the game. Can someone well. explain to me how periscope works? It's just an app, and it's just uh, it, it, I mean they're kind of you know tied integrated in Twitter. So like you know when you start up a, a live, it's basically just a live streaming video thing. So you know we could periscope, we go to the meetup, and we could you know turn it on and start recording. And then a link could get tweeted out, you know, to you know so people on Twitter would see it, and then they got the periscope app and open it up and watch this stream and then you, you then you, there's like a little sort of chat uh, chat thing down the bottom so you can put comments in and like and you know at various stages of the video and stuff like that so when you're a broadcaster you know you can see when people are liking shit that, yeah, that nice. you're doing and you know so like if you're doing if you know, say you're making a stick video with it you can you know they might like a movie you're doing and you see little hearts going up so okay, I'm going to give them more of that and then you know or in the case of Chapo being just fucking humiliated <laughs> But yeah, so Tim, so Timmy McIntyre's taken to, to basically broadcasting Chapo at Dogs games, and uh, it's the best thing about watching Dogs games. 
Um, where are we? Bethany underscore B underscore 97. Every time Cook starts instead of the schnitzel merchant, the bunnies play better. Coincidence? No, no, not at all. No. I think it's unfair to call Robbie Farrow a schnitzel merchant. Those restaurants went broke. Mm. At Undiluted 7, it takes some effort to be the worst hooker in a game Robbie Farrow plays in. <laughs> Take a bow, Moses, and buy. <laughs> and hashtag dogs yeah. in trouble. Yeah, I, that. Fuck, I, I, I thought at least that would have you know, sparked a bit of energy in the dogs. Yeah. To me, yeah. that's a sort of a team that's fucking shot. When you've got somebody in there who's trying to up the tempo of your game, yeah. and your forwards are just like, yep. Yeah, whatever. You you, you do that. You go, you go girl. <laughs> like that, yeah. Mm. Newcastle Knights 29 defeat the Parramatta Eels 10 in possibly their best win of the season. ANZ crowded just over 13,000. The Knights 29 have a double to Ken CO. Uh, Mitchell Barnett, Lachlan Fitzgibbon and Brock Lamb also with tries. Hodkinson, four or five conversions. Field goal to Brock Lamb and the Eels 10 came from tries to Jennings and Will Smith. Moses, one of two conversions. Good old little nighties that could. They put it together eventually in this yeah. game. You know, the, it's a great narrative, and, and Newcastle going three in a row, and yeah, you know all of this stuff. But this was unfortunately that sort of pre-enduring origin Parramatta that we saw that were in games and and played some some patches of fantastic football. Yep. But then we're just squandering opportunities with drop balls and, and and really simple stuff like taking runs from a tap and the guy carrying the ball knocks on. It, it's just unfortunately that they did themselves out of this game. Newcastle were good enough to take advantage. Yeah, you know you you don't win a game twenty nine to ten without you know, capitalising on yeah. some opportunities. But they're just doing. The simple things right. We're talking about Canterbury before and, and South about how they have no energy, they have no no urgency in their attacking structure. Um, and that's what the Knights are playing off. But they're doing it together now. Yep. Earlier in the year they had a couple of guys who were, were always trying their guts out. The thing about the Knights as well is that there's been games, they've had numerous games before they cracked it the other week. Yep. And it all sort of started turning around from... I mean, they had plenty of chances where there were games that they had, they had every opportunity to win there in front of crucial times. This one could have very easily gone down the same path as well. I mean, they raced out to a nice lead. And, you know, by halftime, the Eels had it, you know, pegged back pretty much. They chased them down. Yeah, they chased them down and uh, and were looking great. And, like, they were looking shot. Second half, though, fucking... I don't know what Brownie said to them at halftime, but uh, got the job done because they were, yeah, unstoppable in the second half. Look, it's almost with Parramatta that if you get them on a day like this, all you have to do is keep your lines straight. You don't have to do anything magnificent, and they will give you the ball back. They'll give it to you in a very nice position, and you can just go about your business. Um, The thing I'm really impressed with in Newcastle is Brock Lamb. After that field goal... The debacle of the goal. Yeah, kicking the goal. Against the doggies, yep. So, good on him for stepping up in that instance. I mean, we're saying at the time, you know, you just don't know how it's going to go. I mean, that's exactly. that's some stuff that that would destroy the career of lesser people. Well, you, you've seen you've seen a lot of you know. Okay, well, this is how this person's career started, and in their their first game, um, you know, kicked a kicked a goal and or this or field goal or whatever yep. it was. Yeah, you know, I reckon in his highlight reel, if he has a successful career, they'll they'll put that on there. In this season, 
and then some highlights from games like this. Yep. Because... As the making of the man or well, something. He's, from there, I was worried he was going to come out and just overcompensate yep. and try and do way too much and you know, just do silly things. Yeah. But he seems to be quite a measured, level-headed young footballer. Yep. Um, and, and I really hope that Jared Hayne doesn't get down to Newcastle and fuck him up. Have him turn him against the coach and have him on the back page of the Newcastle fucking whatever, <laughs> whatever yeah. their local paper is. Um, Voodoo Rock, no ref's fault here. We were shit. They believed the hype and got their asses handed to them. Was there a bit of ref's fault? Yeah, there was. Yeah, there was, I mean, there, there wasn't. It wasn't great. Can't say why. Paranara is a fantastic referee. <laughs> Never done anything outside <laughs> yeah, the rules yeah, of rugby league. Yeah, yeah exactly. Uh, Shane and Elvis. Uh, that meme about Newcastle only winning because Rugby League Live 4 was out. <laughs> Looking real eerie right about now. <laughs> uh, 16th place. If every team tried as hard as the Knights, this would be the greatest sporting competition in the world. Mm. Yep. Mr. Palmer, teacher. Good night, para. What a performance from the Newcastle Knights. I know which this week in league hoodie I'm wearing tomorrow. <laughs> the only one that's ever been released. And I mean, I know it's a joke. You know, all we do is win, etc. But yeah. Nice. Yeah, the only one, mate. Maybe you just meant I know which hoodie I'm wearing to work tomorrow. Yeah, big yeah, yeah, but uh, yeah, big Dan. He's uh, he's been a member since memberships existed. So uh, and he, actually, he's been a listener since fucking. He's an OG because I remember he was from when Newcastle were good. He was he was there for the storm salary cap shit. So yeah. like yeah, that's that's like about the eighth episode ever or sixth episode. Fuck, I can't remember where I was that day. When it broke. Some people remember you know whether we were when Kennedy got shot or I remember I remember where I was. I remember it was um. Obviously, working from home, but um, I remember, <laughs> I remember I saw on Twitter or something. I saw that you know there's going to be this press conference going to happen, and so I went upstairs and I'm sitting on the coffee table right in front of the TV, yeah, like, yeah, you know, yeah. like a meter from the TV, watching <laughs> it, and just like oh, I was almost like crying tears of joy. It was like I was laughing. I was just like, "Fuck, this is the greatest day of my life <laughs> when it all happened." Oh, and um, oh, I can't, yeah, I can't remember. Um, I think I was yeah, I, was, I would have been here by myself. But I was like. This is just fucking magical. <laughs> I remember Glenn was over in fucking um, PNG uh, um, doing Kakoda. Yeah, yeah. Kakoda thing, so he missed it all. I was like, oh, fuck, this is amazing. Um, Tor Hayden. Knights win and everyone scrambles back to the ladder slash finals predictor. <laughs> Indeed. Uh, ah, Benso. Don't let any Eels fans throw a ref's fault at this one. The refs were bad. We were bloody awful. Maybe the worst Eels game of the season. You Look, you probably had worse. I mean, you just get a very motivated... I'll tell you what. If you if you make fifteen errors mm-hmm. and miss forty six tackles, yeah, you're gonna have a bad time. Not a lot of the referees are gonna do about that, you know, good or bad. Yeah. Oh. What's your opinion on the passing off the ground? Sometimes it just really looks fucking bad. <laughs> you know what I mean? But there are, I mean, there there are metrics, there are things that I look at, you know, with the arm and Did the know, arm yeah. carrying the ball touch the ground. And there, I mean, it doesn't matter how bad it looks in slow motion when people, when the commentators are bitching about it. Yep. Like if it doesn't tick the boxes, then you know, play on. Fuck me, that's the next thing the NRL puts in the broadcast rights. Shut those cunts up. Shut the fucking cunts up. Yeah. You yeah. know, I'll tell you what, the station can have exclusive rights. Yeah. To pose questions to the head of the referees after the round. Yeah. And he'll answer them, or she'll yeah. answer them. But, yeah, the the minute someone bags a ref in a game, there's a... Or just, a I mean, look, they they can say when the things happen, like, oh, gee, that was dicey, I don't know about that. That's could've, fine. Could have gone either way. Because every, every sport does that. But, fucking, even 
watching a lot of NRL, uh, NFL, and listening to a lot of NFL on the radio. Yeah. And, the, and with the way the radio in the States is, you know, you've got the broadcast partners for teams. So the commentary teams on the radio are biased towards your team that you're listening. Yes. You know, it's their fucking radio guys. Even in those situations, you don't see them harping on about a fuck a, a blown decision for fucking 15, 20 yeah. minutes and then bring it up again at the end. You know, you know what I mean? They don't. They just don't do it. They they might complain about it. if they don't think it's right, they'll say so, and then they move the fuck on with the game. Yep. And I feel that a lot of the whole refs faulting culture and everything is partially spawned by. Fucking partially. commentators, commentators' reaction to stuff yeah. and continually harping upon harping on a decision. Damn straight, because just it just gives ammo to the refs' faulters. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, MJ Eagle twenty three. Remember when Manly fans were going crazy about Henry Perinara? Hey Eels fans, what up? <laughs> the Brisbane Broncos thirty two to feed the Sharkies ten at Suncorp. Crowd just under thirty five thousand. Friday night Broncos slot as always, and the Broncos their tries came to Matt Gillett. Fluffy, a double to Monga and uh, Oates with a try as well. Uh, what have we got? Milford, three of five conversions, three of four penalty goals. Sharks, ten, came for tries to Lewis and Beal. Maloney, one of two conversions. Very disappointing effort by the Sharks. I mean, it's a ga- one of those games where you can kind of, uh, you know, establish your credentials for the postseason. Yeah. But at the same time, it's also a significant milestone game for one of your most capped and, and critical, you know, players that you have in yeah. sight. And so for them to fail to turn up for both of those reasons, <sighs> it's disappointing. And, you know, I heard Flanner say after the game, oh, I don't think we've got a lack of drive. Yep. Well, what do you have a lack of? Just a general lack of winning. You know, at, at some stage, it, it's got to be an effort thing within the playing group. You know, this time last year, that they came off that record-equaling run yep. for winning. Yep. You know, I've spoken before about the psychological advantage that beating a team gives you. Going through the season, if you beat a team once, twice, whatever, yep. it's a very different thing going up against them finals time than if they've beaten you twice. Yep. Just from a confidence point of view. Yep. And... The Broncos didn't do anything spectacular. But again, they played an up-tempo style of football. They were aggressive in how they ran the ball. You know, Moga scored some you know, very, very... Oh, I don't say spectacular, but, but some good single single effort. Solo efforts, yeah. Tries. Um, and, and just really ran through them out on that edge but to me the Sharks don't have the focus or the desire and unfortunately in that game I think their absolute worst on field was Paul Gallant I think Maloney was giving him a nudge though no he was yeah certainly Maloney you'd you'd give the mulligan to based on the fact that he'd just come from a hand operation um, and was made unless it was like a tender. unless it was like a fucking an operation to graft an evil hand onto his body <laughs> that, that fucking caused penalties and, and missed tackles. No, you're much more generous than <laughs> you know. What's he had? Two weeks, three weeks out. Yeah, whatever. Professional but, player with that amount of time. How could he ever possibly play the game? But again? The, the thing in in his three hundredth, 
Yeah. For Gallon to be rushing out of the line like he did and missing tackles and it it was that fucking to me, this is why Paul Gallon never comes into consideration when you're talking about the greats. Yep. It's that It's all him. Exactly. Yep. It's that well it's my three hundredth and they need a good fucking photo of me crunching one of these cunts. And I I get exuberance in a over exuberance in a milestone game, but the milestone is the three hundredth game where at that point in your career you're an absolute veteran and team leader and you should be fucking past that shit. Yeah. One hundred game? Yeah, maybe. One fifty, yeah sure. Yep. But I think if you played three hundred games, played for your country, played for your state numerous times, I think at some point you you should realise what's best for the team. And if you're not doing what's best for the team, then you just fucking yeah, there's no redemption for you. Yeah. And yeah, we, we all knew they were going to miss Michael Ennis. Yep. But I, I, I didn't really realise the extent. And I thought to they'd be, be able fair, to To be fair, they've been struck for it. injuries in that position as well. So they certainly have. Bit, no, no, they certainly have. But but what's happened is their attack's now completely predictable. Yeah. Um, what Ennis did was give them options and really make defences have to work to make decisions to shut them down um, which, which isn't happening anymore yeah you look at their position on the ladder now mm-hmm. they, they're just hanging on to fourth yep and is there a chance with their run home that uh, you know you'd almost pencil in the Knights based on oh, the fucking based on effort well, though based you? on would look yeah um, the Knights, you know, I'm sure they can take a lot of pride in, in causing nuisance value and also desperately trying to avoid the spoon mm. while they're still in touch. The other thing is you've got Cronulla coming up against the Roosters uh, yep. who who are going to be vying for a home final. Because yep. the way things are looking at the moment, there's the difference between playing up in Brisbane or in Sydney. Yep. So And it's probably gonna be they're probably gonna be playing Brisbane almost certainly anyway. Almost certainly, yeah. Yeah. It's just gonna be a matter of where they play the game. Yes. So, um Yeah, I don't I don't think there's enough time for the Sharkies to mount a, a proper defence. Yep. You know, not that it's easy going back to back. Yep. Almost damn impossible in this day and age. Mm. Well it's proved I guess proven to be impossible in this day and age yes, thus far. <laughs> but uh yeah. If something is almost impossible it's happened. <laughs> There's evidence that it's possible. Salty zero four. The sharks used to play with a lot of pep, but I can't help but feel the tide has turned. <laughs> Fantastic work, Salty. Special K online. Good news about the shark sucking is I can spend more time at the meetup. It's a little bit early to fucking wave the white flag, but okay. At uh, bigger rod. At least we don't have a major sponsor jumping ship after a ship performance. All right. Um, that was such unfortunate timing for the Titans for that because that Aquis thing is probably it was probably happening that week anyway. They Do you probably they actually sent a letter saying Titans, it's not you, it's us. <laughs> <laughs> Cruzy zero six. Congrats to Gallon on his back-to-back losses: one hundredth, two hundredth, and now three hundredth. Great respect by his teammates. Uh, Osdingo yeah. Dan. Does this convincing win earmark Broncos as genuine grand final contenders? Look, I want to say yes, it does. I don't. I, I make a clear distinction in not saying premiership winners. Yeah. Because I still think it's going to be this, this, the the battle is really going to be 
there's there's two there's two competitions run at the moment. I think Storm are fucking at this stage, as the as the, as the stage is set. I think they've you know I don't want to say they've got it in the bag, but I feel like got a grand final spot in the bag. Mm. I think everyone else is playing to be in that spot against them, and then you've got the team on the day business going on, mm-hmm. which is great. But I th- I think that that's what the, that's the way it's panning out. It's like who's playing Melbourne. Yeah, have a look back on on Brisbane, yep. and you know, yes, they're they're sitting in second position on the ladder, and for the games I've won, it, that position is deserved. But you know, they did their fifty four thing against the Titans. Yeah, um, Parramatta got them. And, and I'm sure they learned from that. But then you go back through. They beat Canterbury. They beat the Knights. Mm-hmm. Barely. Yep. Like, they leaked 22 points against Newcastle, back yep. when Newcastle were proper shit. Yep. Yep. Last time they played the Storm, they got done 42-12. Yep. So, the, yeah, look, anyone on their day. Yeah. You know? And, and I think the Broncos are, are now one of those almost unpredictable teams but when you throw in there people like Roberts and and Milford, who can make breaks out of nothing, and yeah. and Moga, yep. who's obviously very physical out there, yep. yeah, sure they they can do it. I, I don't think it's likely. Yep. St George Illawarra Dragons uh, forty two defeat the Titans sixteen uh, down there at uh, Jubilee, crowd of just under nine thousand. The uh, Dragons, 42, came from a double to Man, double to Nightingale, uh, double to McInnes, uh, Joel Thompson as well. Uh, six out of seven convergence for Widdop and a penalty goal. The Titans, 16, came from tries to Copley, Don and Vivi. Two or three conversions to Tyrone Roberts. This one's yours, man. Well, we've kind of we, we've kind of spoken about the Titans uh, and their performances as uh, you know, comparing and contrasting to the earlier seasons, or even you know, not that long ago when they'd have be left with fifteen fit guys on the field, mm-hmm. and they they'd get through with yeah, just scrappiness and, and dedication. That scrappiness and dedication now has uh, has has lost. They've left the side. I mean, the Dragons have. St- started playing again because it's absolute desperation stations for them they're just outside the eight they can win their games and you know their their destiny is not 100% in their control they do need to rely on one of the teams you know dropping a game or two above them but you know they're doing their best for the for and against and for you know just getting the two points Um, Titans we obviously have spoken in the news section Whatever's going on there, the the fight the fight is gone now. When they 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 try and compete in the games, they're beaten in the game, and then it gets you know agony gets heaped upon them like the Broncos game. I mean that Broncos yeah. game as well. I mean they were fucking like the Broncos didn't have the ball in like the first yeah. ten minutes of that game, yeah. and uh, and they had new you know a couple of attacking sets at their line and uh, you know whatever Broncos you know outlast them and. Now and then they they scored fifty four fucking points on them in the you know the following you know probably sixty five mm. minutes and it's crazy. Dragons, no, never in this fucking game. No, I mean the, the, the yeah. dragon the dragons had a field day. Uh, the Titans never turned up, and uh, unfortunately for them, now it puts them into look. I don't want to say spoon contention because I don't think that the teams below them are going to get all the wins they need to put them down there. But they're in that zone. I mean, like you got the dogs with them as well. I think the dogs are, dogs are worse than the Titans, but I think they, I think they might... Do they play each other? The dogs have got them on four... Fuck. How bad is your season when the, the dogs have got you on four and against? Yeah, clearly not an attack, though, right? I mean, that's just... that's that, The four and against thing is because the Broncos put 54 in the yeah. bottom, right? Yeah. Yeah. Canterbury have scored 278 points this season. 
and the Titans have scored 410. What was the statistical course? So who, who, is, who is it that's fucking like... Was it Cleary? Nathan Cleary. Yeah, yeah. Has he outscored them or he's nearly scored? No, they're, like they're, they're averaging something like 14 points a game and he's averaging something like 12. 12 or something. <laughs> fucking hell. Um, but um, we digress. The Dragons. Hmm. They're, the, you know, they're, they're doing the best they can with... Isn't it funny, like this, the, 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 revival, the revival in quotes of the Dragons over the last couple of seasons, they're always in this fucking position. Like they'll get there yeah, if they make the finals... But it's always this dicey shit. They're always yeah. in eighth, holding off ninth, or you know whatever. To be fair, that they, they had a much better start to the season than they have done. Yeah, you know they they did stamp their authority down. But yeah. um, you know, it's up to there. you. You got them next week. Mm-hmm. So uh, it's good to see some tussles in the in the in the mix where the actual there's ramifications. Yeah, fucking. You know, it's like the team. Is it, I, I don't know if I can remember a season in recent times when where it that, wasn't that yeah. sort of six to ten zone, and there's a lot of games happening in that zones in between the teams there. So they so it's not just like win yeah. your games and hope for blah blah or whatever. It's it's actually like no, you fucking win your game. It's like a four point. Each game's a four point game. You know, if you in, in a roundabout way, this is the benefit of a Josh Dugan style fullback these days. You know, of, of not having your fullback be this integral part of all of your backline plays. Because he's and in having half to half be, the game injured in HIAs and shit, is that what you mean? Look, I, I still <laughs> say that he's a fucking opiate addict. And he's, he's just, just after his whistle. He just wants that green whistle. Yeah, yeah. but um, yeah, Dragons haven't missed a beat. Okay, uh, at underscore JDHD. Kurt Mann is welcome to every orifice on my body. I'll cup his balls, shout encouragement, and reimburse him for his time. <laughs> and you just got a look on your face like, yeah, I can see that. <laughs> oh, look, whenever you see those tweets on the timeline or you hear them on yeah. the, right out on the show, you... You just substitute Nathan Cleary for the player they're talking about. No, I'm just comparing get... them to, to some of the all-time great Special K Online ones. These are dignified, though. They're like they're they're not just outright. <laughs> yeah, that's probably one of the better ones. There's a yeah. lot of fucking special K imitators out there. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, no doubt about it. Some some of them are fucking horrid. Yeah, and so yeah. Look, I think if you're going to imitate, you've you've got to try. You can't just imitate. You've got to do the style, but you've got to take it way further. You got to feel it. <laughs> yeah, but you, you got to feel it. It's got to be some fucking <laughs> feeling there. <laughs> Like yeah. this one was polite though. MJ Eagle twenty three, the Gold Coast Titans putting teams back into form. Bulldogs fans wishing they could play them on a weekly basis. I think the Bulldogs would struggle beating them at this stage. Rishi underscore Rishi hoping the Titans win is like posting oneself a bag of dicks and hoping they don't arrive. It makes no sense and won't end well anyway. He's he's riding the fucking Panthers all the way home. Fucking RTS. more than more than anyone I think on Twitter that uh, that tweets the show. Um. Melbourne Storm 16 defeat the Roosters 13 at Amy Park. Uh, just over 17,000. A pretty good crowd there on Saturday mm. afternoon. Uh, the Storm 16 came from tries to Gurney and Stimson. Cameron Smith, one of two conversions and uh, perfect three of three penalty goals. The Roosters 13 came from tries to Kiri, Orbison and uh, Latrell Mitchell, two of two conversions. Kiri with the field goal. The main thing I want to talk about in this game, I mean, obviously it's a fantastic game. Two teams, the top two teams in the competition or a Brisbane second now. Brisbane Whatever. second. 
You know what I'm talking about. The yep. Two teams, gen- genuine contender, contenders. If you looked at the form line, they're the top two teams. The Roosters, Roosters bounced back well from, from last week. And this was a game... I mean, they beat the Storm with that epic comeback in the Adelaide game where it was like a you the know baby, baby storm. storm or whatever. This time, it was a, it was a legit Storm. And uh, the Roosters matched them the, the whole way. Fucking Goonie. <laughs> the, <laughs> the fuck is that dude thinking? That's just got to be a guy that's not born and raised in rugby league, and he's just he tried to get creative when he saw an opportunity. Because to- no one has ever specifically said to him, "You can't do that." <laughs> that's what I'm thinking. Yeah, yeah. That, that's that's what I'm thinking. I mean, uh, or do you reckon it was just adrenaline? I, I think I think it was it was exuberance, and he saw an opening. If only you could hurt all this, you know, whatever. But the fact is, it turned into like a you know, like, I'm, a, I'm a street fighter guy. That was a fucking straight up Saget Tiger knee. Like he's gone fucking boom boom. And, yes. and, and uh, I just I'm putting it out there to you. Yeah. Just be careful these days. I would call him Sagat. Yeah. Whatever. I well, would. you don't. Yeah. Why? Why? Why would? Why would you? Why would you? Well, because do you say something and then the fucking. Millennial says something, and yeah. you know, fucking forty-five minutes later, you're running over people in your car, and look, then everyone's angry because Trump well, doesn't denounce you. Yeah, yeah, it's a slippery slope. If you if you if you didn't play Street Fighter for money against Japanese people in Japan, or a fucking here for I don't want to hear about it because you got nothing to say to me. <laughs> anyway, Japan wasn't as fucking scary as Liverpool was back in those days, cunt. Yeah, they couldn't play fucking Street Fighter though because even twenty cents was a fucking struggle. They oh, a dollar. Off. <laughs> the, mi- the fucking minute there's a time machine invented, <laughs> fuck dinosaurs, <laughs> fuck Hitler, <laughs> Kasula Moore, cunt. <laughs> oh, fuck. Um, yeah, look, good, good for the Roosters. A, a loss is never, never a great thing, and you always want the two points. But I'll tell you. If, if there was a loss that they could be happy about and take a lot out of it's this game. Yeah. I mean, I, I remember in, <laughs> uh, in, 2000, in 2008, there was like Manly played the Storm towards the end, one of the last mm-hmm. couple of games, and they lost like an epic one, like 16-14 or something like that. But even so, you could just see that they'd lost the, you know, the, the aura was gone and you're like, that, next time they play these cunts, well, they're going to get them. Yep. Cronulla did the same thing. Yep. Yep. So... so you know, the, you know those games. They don't. Have, they don't necessarily have to be wins uh, for the. You know, to you know, help the morale no, and you know the the mindset of the team next time they go into it. Certainly don't. But it does scare the shit out of me about the storm even more. The fact that despite all that, they still. Well, the the storm have always been. We will go about things in our stormy way. Yeah. And we will generally get a result. I think I saw a stat on the TV the other night that Craig Bellamy Craig Bellamy's won close enough to seven out of ten games. Yeah, since he's come, which is absolutely ridiculous, especially in this day and age. Um, but they they were never the the comeback kings. Yeah, and there's been a couple Two of times, games this yeah. year where where previously it would have been well, okay, we've gone out and done our storm things, and it hasn't worked for whatever reason, and we just accept our fate, and we're going to keep doing our storm things. Yep, for the rest of the game, and we're going to try and win, but we probably won't. Yep. Now, they're happy in an arm wrestle. And they're happy coming back over the top of people. Mm-hmm. And it's fucking like the bit in Jurassic Park where the fucking Velociraptor learns to open a door. 
fucking it's the Bellamy Vasaurus the Raptor. <laughs> That's not gonna happen. No, I don't know. That's not gonna happen. That would have that would have been the title of the show if you could have fucking got it got it out, but you literally choked on it. <laughs> now what are we gonna do? <laughs> um Yeah, good win of the storm. Good that's, loss. That's to the, the that's the minor premiership, mm. done and dusted. So uh, it's not even like a mathematical thing anymore, is it? I mean, there's no one can. What's the fucking table at the moment? Like, I mean, I know points wise people can get there, but um, I don't think they can do it with like not, four and against, and the rest yeah, of it is all. Not, the Storm had to win one of their last three to yeah. four, I think, it was to to really wrap it up. Yeah, I mean, like, yeah, Brisbane, I guess you know, if theoretically. If Melbourne lose every game, yeah, lose every game because the points difference isn't so great. But that's mm-hmm. the only. So let's just say, you know, congratulations on a, another uh, minor premiership. Fucking, that's right. Let's hope you don't get stripped in a couple of years. Round twenty six last year. Yeah, Melbourne beat Cronulla twenty six six. Yep. <sighs> yeah, there's nothing taking out of that. Mm. It was a revenge game in the final. Um, where are we at? Total Ben RL idea for the Roosters: stop giving penalties. Storm's first 12 points were gifted. Uh, fingers shit D on the last try. And then he's going to hashtag Vunivalu for hurdles Tokyo in 20. Fucking how great was it seeing that cunt drop right on his shoulder? Yeah, it was fantastic. Disappointing. Someone sent a tweet. I, I didn't. I didn't paste it in. I'm not sure, but I can't remember who it was. But they're like, yeah, you know, uh, that's one. That's one less arm that women have to worry yeah. about. <laughs> but uh, look, I know you shouldn't wish injury on people, but fuck, it's just. You can't help the the just the joy. Oh, you shouldn't wish injury. You know, should wish that people don't fucking finger women against their will. Yeah, that's true. Be okay to wish for that. Yeah, yeah. You know, not a perfect world. I don't want him to die. Yeah. But actually, like hearing ligaments pull would have been fantastic. <laughs> the real Jedi, Melbourne Storm, has been a blight on the NRL since their inception. Time to fold the franchise, cut losses, and move forward. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I don't disagree with you. <laughs> it just seems the timing of the tweet just feels strange. Uh, the Panthers twenty-four defeated the North Queensland Cowboys sixteen at the uh, Neverland Ranch, just under twelve and a half thousand. And uh, it's, it's, it's it's unfortunately it's settled now. And when Shana came in with the <laughs> over the top, he you uh, were smote by your own <laughs> by your it own is, team. You know, fuck! I tell you, if if Perm's king of the Panthers, yeah. Shunter is godfather of the Panthers. <laughs> uh, 24 from the Panthers came to try. the Mansour, a double to Cleary, uh, Tamo as well. 4 4 conversions for Cleary. Uh, the Cowboys 16 came from tries to Linnet, Morgan, and Tama Lolo. Ethan Lowe, 2 of 3 conversions. Um, easiest way for Penrith to win Premiership? Take is out the best player. Just get DWZ's shoulder mm-hmm. in the face of every half that we come up against <laughs> doesn't have to be the half though it can be the, like whoever they're, they're most critical you know I mean like it is half in, in, in a lot of you know most probably situations in finals but, um, football yeah but um, you know something you know, I don't know it might be the 5 eighth that's their crucial piece take him out doesn't matter who it is just fucking get on the job <laughs> uh, it's worked well for them though against the Warriors and against the Cowboys <laughs> this season like in the last couple of weeks <laughs> Big game by the Penrith big men. I oh, fucking uh, Regan Campbell Gillard. Fucking Jeez. frustrating though that it's this far in that we're starting to say, oh, uh, our forwards are fucking playing strong games. Yeah, but the concept of like tapering, it's you know better now than 
Yeah, but you know, you what is it? I think four games, four other games, and and we're t- looking at top four. Yeah. So, yeah. <coughs> however, uh, gee, they like to take fucking good performances and and try and fuck them over. Yeah. You know, it, it we're we're back to this. Every fifth tackle must be a scoring play attempt, and they're great when they come off. It's okay if you're 20 out. But oh, look, I'd probably prefer to be 40 out on the fifth, <laughs> honestly. But um, Look, as long as you stay straight or go right, you're Cle- okay. Cleary's gone away from that pressure-building archive. You know, more than back from injury. Um, the, the governor, as I will now call him. I'm tired of young that Moreland shit. I call him the governor in, in terms of like an engine governor. He basically throttles the side and keeps him keeps him not going above eighty. And then he's off, and then fucking What's clear. A, what does a fucking governor have to do with that? He's a fucking throttle for the Penrith Panthers. You know what an engine governor is? Well, you don't know what an engine governor is. Oh, I thought you were like talking about a, the fucking governor Philip. No, sorry, I've been no. doing fucking projects all week. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Uh, yes, so... Matt Moylan didn't hate Indigenous people. <laughs> Look, he might. I don't know. I don't know him personally. <laughs> Look, I, I can't say for sure if he does or doesn't. Hate's learned. It's not born. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, look, I, I get what you what, you're I'll tell you what, he hates Penrith scoring points. I get, I get what you're saying. I would prefer him play more conservatively rather than... Because you've got to look at, at the moment outside him. Mm-hmm. You know, he's got Peach out there, who's not a recognised centre. Fucking unpopular opinions. I don't know what fucking position David Peachy plays. David Peachy? A fucking... He plays a failed charity runner. That's what he fucking plays. <laughs> David Peachy Foundation, look it up. <laughs> I don't know what position his fucking nephew plays. <laughs> David Peachy plays prolapse in front of me as I put debt collectors on him to recover the money he owed me. So, Tyrone. In 2011, I think it was. Um, <laughs> Fuck that guy. So... Pat your head, Hopper. You know, it, it's not an ideal situation. Yeah. Um, and and I think in that Penrith attack anyway, Moylan is going to be much more of an opportunistic player. You know, he, he's beautiful at the line and he's going to draw defender's attention which oftentimes is is a very valuable asset even so as much as has been directly involved in the play but and that's in that's in attack okay but given the abject failure generally of his moves at the halves and his critical fucking life-saving <laughs> actions in defense yes in some in what you would say was a a full backish capacity <laughs> do you move him back there or what with Edwards there um, I, I don't think so because he's, he's there and he's making those saves yeah you know it, it's not as if well okay he has to come from a wing and then he makes a save and somehow they score on the wing in the next play after yeah. he made the save so I, I don't think that's a reason to move him back um, I, I think that he's having his first full year of first grade in the halves and it's going to take him a little while to, to find his rhythm and find his place He's in there with another rookie half. 
He so, doesn't seem to be having too many problems when he's not around, that's all I'm saying. No, he doesn't. So, I mean, if you could shift more than back... But I'm saying even last week when more than wasn't there, Nathan Cleary wasn't building pressure. Again, unpopular opinion. You know, he's, he's declined a little bit. Look, I it's, don't know it's, if it's what his fucking dad's bringing home from the office. <laughs> Look, at the end of the day, you can't maintain like he was on some shit. He was on some other level shit. The, the, yeah. the, you know, a couple of weeks no, before that, he was. But again, and this game, he ultimately ended up winning the game with the same thing again. Mm. Oh, again, individual brilliance, great, great hearts play. But again, likes to make it hard for for ourselves. Yep. We've got the game where the forwards are really taking it to them and, and stepping up. And take advantage of that. Yep. Build pressure. Get some repeat sets. You know, you think about it in the scope of 80 minutes, a try scored on the back of three sets is worth more to you in the whole game aspect, not, just, not on the scoreboard, but in the whole game aspect than a, a try scored after one set. You've taken more out of your opponents. You've had more opportunity to work through different plays to get an idea of where the defence is or isn't going to be vulnerable. And you can use that for the rest of the game. So um, I know it's fucking first world problems to be complaining after a win, especially when the football gods decided that poor old fucking Morgan was going to do a Dallas Johnson impersonation. Um <laughs> Fuck, that was a bad one. Yeah. It's really bad when they go to sit up and they can't sit up and they yeah. just roll and forward start, and, and they start plant. flopping around. Yeah. yeah. Oh, fuck that poor cunt. Yeah. And yeah. then to lose O'Neill the way they did as well. Yeah. Like, oh, Hyper extent. You know that little fucking tinge you get in your chotus when you see somebody <laughs> fucking hurt themselves? <laughs> Whenever a hot knee, elbow, whatever yep. it is, yep. I'm fucking squirming. <laughs> fucking bad. <laughs> But um, undefeated run continues. Tough luck, Cowboys. At Cobra Burgers. I'm guessing Stepdad creamed his pants when Cleary's chin saved that try. Magnificent effort. Yeah. Fantastic It's effort. one of those 50-50 ones where, you know, it was completely reliant upon the way it was sent up. You know, and then luckily, like, I, 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 it's one of those ones you're like, oh, surely it touched. But, I mean, then when you're watching, you're like, well, you know, but I can't say it did. Mm. So, you know, it's probably the Is right that one? call in the end. And the penalty try in the Roosters game. Yep. Right? So these these two tries, tell me if this makes sense. The system that's used to determine a try because the referee doesn't know mm. were decided purely because on the words of the referee who of didn't... the person who doesn't know. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, you would be more generous to say they weren't sure. They knew they thought they knew, but they just needed some confirmation. For their side, because well, we saw some, we saw some one, some completely overruled stuff as well. So that was good. We certainly did, but I'd like the bunker to be going into these things, going, "Is that a try? Yeah. Not, can I overturn that decision? Yeah, it's. But they're only, I mean, they're only overturning it in the absence of conclusive, mm. you know, conclusive evidence yep. to the contrary. So, so I get what they, why they do it. Oh, and, and look, that decision went for my team. Yeah. Very happy with it. It was yep. clearly not a try, you know. Hess is a fucking horrible bigot who, you know, just just through genealogy alone shouldn't be allowed to play rugby league. Fucking gorgeous blonde-haired Adonis. But, you know, 
again, the, the team, the team of destiny. It's the team of oh. the people. Life is a thigh day. Cowboys suffer that Shawn Michaels sweet chin music. About time that one came out. Giannis underscore Mateus. So the Panthers won, but you'll be paying child support for Tamari Martin's kid. I don't believe so. I think they'll be raising the kid. But Tamari, you, well, maybe he'll have to be playing for child support. Fuck, I think your fucking... I'm not, I'm, not, don't know, I'm not sure how you know how the family law <laughs> and child support systems work. Maybe you do. I don't know. But Was part of the fucking merge deal that you had to merge half your fucking brain with a cocker spaniel? <laughs> Are you is, is, fucking is, serious? Is a cocker spaniel a particularly dumb breed of dog, though? I don't know. Well, compared to fucking anyone that could understand, <laughs> you know, how child support works in even the most basic rudimentary form. Yeah, yeah. Like, seriously, you know, are you fucking testing food additives at home in your spare time <laughs> up your nostrils? <laughs> Fuck me. No, we won't be. Tamari Martin will be paying whoever is at the Panthers for that kid. They'll be paying for, they'll be obviously raising the child, so there'll be a, a cost in time and money, but the money, the child support component to which you're referring, is going to come from Tamari Martin. Yeah. <laughs> like, <sighs> R-Pops. The Cowboys' effort the last two weeks with the injuries they've had has been sensational. Very proud of the commitment. That's true. They've they've uh, been so so brave. Mm. Uh, Troy underscore seventy nine. If young Matt Moylan doesn't play tonight, Panthers win by thirty. Fair comment, and I agree one hundred percent. Oz Dingo Dan. Panthers just sneaking past the thirteen man team with a prop playing at halfback. Hashtag definitely legit contenders. Uh, yeah. Cavernous hope. That Cleary kid's starting to look like he has some of the talent Brock Lamb has. You'll be good if he keeps this up. I'll give the final uh, word to your mate. Your mate and mine. Oh, the four artist formerly known as King Levius, now known as uh, underscore Cleary's bitch underscore. Bryce Cartwright, even killing fifth tackle options now. <laughs> uh, See, this is the thing. Yes. It's like meth. You get a tolerance. Right? You get a Cartwright tolerance. Yeah. And so him throwing offloads yes. that lose you 20 metres on the play and put you in horrible position on the fifth. As I call, like to call them uh, Brenton Lawrence's. They're fucking great. Yeah. I will take those any day of the week <laughs> because it's not on the second tackle in your own yeah. 20. Yeah. Yeah. The Raiders 36 defeated the Warriors 16 at Mount Smart, just over 10,000 in attendance. The Raiders 36 had double the Kotrick. Croker, Austin, Leilua, and Rapana all with tries. Croker, 6 of 6 conversions. The Warriors, 16, came from tries. Afusa, Tua, RTS, and uh, Isaiah Papali. Uh, Lino, 2 of 3 conversions. Lino, as they say. In something that's odd, um, the stats for this game uh, just show a beautiful example of execution. So... The Warriors actually had more completed sets than the Raiders did, but it wasn't by much. Yeah. So the Raiders completed 29 sets the whole game, and the Warriors completed 31 sets. You know, you you go back through through other games, and that that stats very very different. Like you look at, for example, Storm and the Roosters. Storm completed 39 sets. Roosters completed 30. Mm-hmm. 
But you look at this game for almost exactly the same amount of, of completed sets, the Raiders are doubling what the Warriors are doing in terms of execution. Yep. And on paper, there's not that much difference, even without Johnson in the picture. To have premiership winners, Isaac Luke and fucking Roger Dalsim yep. in the back, you know, to to have veterans and leaders like Mannering and yep. Hoffman in there, there is something just severely off at at the Warriors. For them to yep. come out at home in front of their crowd, and this wasn't all Canberra needing to make the finals. That's obviously a motivation for them. No, to be fair, the way the game went, there was there in was the back a, end of the season. There was a period there where the Warriors came back at them, but it was kind of like the Dogs in South game though. Mm. The moment that happened to the point where the other side was like, "Oh fuck, all right, this is a game of footy now." Yeah, yeah. okay, let's switch on again, bang, bang, yeah. bang, and you know, bury them. So, um, Jesus Christ. But again, fortunate for the Raiders that that they're finding at the right end of the season. Yeah, they're putting on some good scores. Like all the like last three games, I think they've uh, they've gone uh, over 30 points a game and yeah. on average, uh, you know, 16 or 18 against, I think. And uh, so that's the right kind of form. I mean, it's a little, you know, it's a fortnight too late, probably. But, uh, you know, they, they're close enough if they're good enough and then they've got to hope for results to fall their way. I mean, well, you know, the, the, their grand final is obviously this weekend. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah. Which we'll get into. But I'll tell you what, with... With a team, if if what people people said was true, that the division in the team, mm-hmm. the the Austin Versus BJ, the, yeah BJ, yeah, if that sent them into enough of a tailspin, you know, if if that was the cause of them playing so poorly, yeah, early on, you know, you give those sorts of players this sort of confidence, you know, they could go on a fucking run. They could win the next three. I mean, like, from all from all reports, I mean, Blake Austin's a great guy, but I mean, like, I'm just always suspicious of a guy that 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 you know doesn't rate BJ's. <laughs> no, I'm saying <laughs> you got to be suspicious. <laughs> Would you show love for a man who doesn't rate BJ's from large Polynesian men? Well, so it's basically. Everyone but Glenn. <laughs> <laughs> Set him up. You spike him. Total Ben RL. Man, Warriors look poor this week. Can't one of them trim their pubes so they at least have one Sean Johnson? <laughs> Fucking hell. <laughs> that is the... <laughs> That's the daddest dad tweet of all time. It's got to be. It's fantastic. I loved it. I had Jim Man Bear Pig. I have a degenerative disease, so I'll be in a wheelchair in 10 years, dead in 15. Still have better prospects than the Warriors. Is that true? That's dark as fuck. That's what that is. Like, I'm not saying is the analogy correct, because, yeah, yeah, the time frame fucking checks out, but fuck, man. I, I know. Hope. That's what I'm saying. It didn't make me feel good. <laughs> I mean, like, I love, I love Twist Slam and the Warriors. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. That's a... That's a steady, stiff price to pay to to smite the Warriors on a tweet. You know what I mean? Look, if, maybe, if maybe he's at peace. Yeah, maybe. maybe Damn, son, though. There's eight stages of grief now. Okay. Yeah, denial and this mm-hmm. and that acceptance yeah. and finally, fuck the Warriors. 
16th place. Four and helped the Warriors just as much off the field that game as he has all season on the field. AKA, not at all. Hashtag useless. D and Matea. Are the New Zealand Warriors playing today? I thought our season was done like three weeks ago. <laughs> Probably 20 weeks ago, I think, this season. Yeah. Um, the West Tigers, 30, defeat the Miley Manly Seagulls, 26 at Leichhardt Oval in front of a poultry crowd of just over 12,000. Fucking suburban football's dead. Uh, <laughs> in that, to be honest, I felt like there was more. I wonder if they're suffering from the same thing as Brookvale, where had decades of people estimating the crowds yeah. and so it's like a sellout like a sellout at Brookvale I think it was some game against Parramatta like in the fucking 80s or something it's like 22,000 and something except now like there's probably like a 17, 18,000 crowd that's more people than that but but now they actually scan tickets on the way in and everything they actually have an accurate crowd figure Did there's that, no need for guess, no, guesstimation this relates back to the um, debate about should you play age or weight What's that? Well, they weren't having that debate back in the 70s and 80s. No, I suppose. And you're talking about two grounds that don't have allocated seating for every single ticket that's sold. No, they don't. Basically, but I mean, but the tickets are still. I mean, the tickets are still sold though. And in the old days, it was like. No, they are. But I'm saying you can't fit as many people on the hill. Why not? Because people are bigger now. <laughs> like a family used to take up a fucking rug. <laughs> now, their kids. Need a blanket each. <laughs> so you're saying it's just general, just a general yes. uh, obesity ep- ep- epidemic in That's society it. in general. <laughs> it's, look, it's possible. It's an interesting theory. Uh, the Tigers theory. Tiger, tries to tailor Lola Heo and Nagama, uh, Sue and uh, MWZ. Uh, five of five conversions of Lola Heo. The Seagulls uh, doubled Cherry Evans, double to Uate, uh, Lloyd Parrott with a try, and right three of five conversions critically. Losing the fucking game on goalkeeping. Can't. Well, see, one of them was right over the black dot too, and in, it just in, went in the in the spirit of rugby league live. Yes. Sure. Yeah. Goal kicking. The fifty-three missed tackles had nothing to do with it. Oh, if he had kicked the goals, it was it wasn't an issue, was it? You can't argue with. I mean, you can't argue with it. Um, well, if you didn't miss the tackles, they wouldn't have scored the tries. Well, that's true. They wouldn't have had to kick the goals. Yeah, but I mean, like, so you can't argue with that. My point is, I wish Matthew Wright was a bit more Matthew Ridge <laughs> because <laughs> it is absolutely invaluable for a player to be to, to be able to like. Yeah. I remember back in the in the glor- the glorious day. Well, I mean, we, I mean, even even Jamie Lyon, you know, got more, you know, got more than he missed. Um, and had a pretty good record. But I remember those Matthew Ridge days, though. Like, I don't know what he's, and I imagine the doggies mm. would feel the same about Hasm and, yep. and Halligan and stuff. Tell you what, for what you're paying fucking DCE, I'd want him to be kicking goals. Well, fucking, he was he was kicking goals when he was playing for Sunny Coast, you know, in the year before he came down to Manly, um, you know, when they were our feeder side or whatever. Yeah. Um, and he kicked, and he kicked them very well. Was it just last week or the week before or something? Yeah. Like, wasn't that long ago when he was he was smacking them? Like Nathan Cleary, the competition's leading fucking point scorer. Well, if you uh, this, like Matthew Matthew Wright, obviously became the first choice kicker at some stage. Remember, he wasn't even the first choice winger in that position. Like he only came in when T- mm. Tafua was injured. Yeah. So you, you know, pick and stick, and like especially if Wright's been having problems with like a groin or a hamstring or whatever yeah. it was that meant that he, you know he wasn't kicking sometimes. Like Walker's not the answer. He probably doesn't want it either. I think. I think Cherry Evans would be a, a good option. But when you get people like Cameron Smith who kicks more than you know way way more than he misses, and like Thurston's not going to be involved, but you know he's another one of those guys where, and like Matty Ridge back in the day, it's like mm. where 
mentally, when you're thinking, when your team goes over to score, you're like, oh, okay, so that's, you know, we're going up in sixes. I'm trying to think, are there any, are there any forwards who kick goals? Oh, yeah, Cameron Smith is technically Te- Yeah, but, you but know, hookers aren't like they were, yeah. yeah. Um, fuck. All right. Was Corey Parker the last? Ethan Lowe now but, is doing yeah, it. Yeah, but, but he's still not the... Yeah. So what's the criteria? They have to be... A, to be their team's recognised goal kicker. Yeah, like Corey okay. Parker was the Broncos' yeah, first yeah, choice okay. goal kicker. And Broncos made a habit of it too, because they like, yeah, Terry Madison here as well. Yeah. Um, it's a fucking good question, and one from which I'm completely unprepared at 11.27pm to answer. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, just kick goals, can't because I mean, like, at the end of the day, I mean, this game, you know, they shouldn't have fucking lost it anyway. I mean, goal kicking was far from the fucking cause of this game. Mm. But in finals, you don't want to lose by two because you fucking missed two goals, you know, and, you know, you scored more tries, yeah. you know, whatever. So, yeah, pull your fucking yeah. head in. Same thing. Fuck's a mentality. Yeah, completely different. You, what, you, what you do to a team if you're up by six. It's like, it's like a game they had against South in the start early in the season. They end up, yeah. they end up losing by heaps, but they scored three tries. They were up 12 nil after fucking no time flat from scoring three tries. Yeah. And 18 nil is a lot better than fucking 12 nil. Yeah, let me tell you. Even against the Broncos, up 14 nil. Yeah. Should have been 18. Yeah. This is this is the shit. I mean, it should have been 24 or six at halftime in yeah. this game, too. But um, look, obviously, in Manly, yeah, they've. I hate the fucking rounds after. You can map it when they have an epic win. That they that they're an outsider and they shouldn't have won. Yeah. And then the press turns up and they all start talking shit and then oh, and they're the, pumping that's their tries up. Any team. Yeah, but and but these these guys seem uniquely or not uniquely, but they are, they seem very very susceptible to fucking <laughs> reading the home page. Whether it's like oh Barrett's a fucking yeah. great coach now or yeah you know, this team's fucking blah 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 now. Well, I'll tell you what. Um, everything was set up for them by owing to the Parramatta loss earlier in the round. Everything was set up for them to to pretty much be in the top four by the end of this round, yeah. and and then they could press that on and look, you know, second and third probably out of the question for them, um, because but who knows? I mean, yeah, Roosters or Broncos drop a game, whatever, yep. uh, and they can get out of that death slot of fourth, and you know who who the fuck knows? But instead, all oh, they you know, they came out in the first half and played exactly like that. I mean, like, Cherry was unstoppable, Uate mm. fucking unstoppable. They rolling through well. The Tigers, the Tigers were very up for the challenge in the first twenty minutes or so, but they threw everything. And apart from the early try, they threw everything they had, and they had no tricks left, and they had everything well and truly covered. Um, the second half, I mean, those fucking two intercepts. Well, there's there's a couple. One, Tommy, you, yeah, fucking wake up yourself, cunt. I mean, you know, how about you just don't fucking pass the ball out there for a while? <laughs> just you're banned. <laughs> you're banned from passing. Oh no, um, don't do that. But fucking, I might start calling him a throttle. But then, fucking, the other thing is though with fucking um Noffa. How fucking slow is that? How many times do you see a winger or even a centre or fucking Luke Lewis <laughs> take an intercept <laughs> and not take it under the like, sticks? Yeah. Uh, and <laughs> Noffa, not once, but twice, didn't get to 10 metres out. <laughs> I've taken an intercept around fucking 20 yeah. or you know, whatever. Come on, man. I mean, really? I mean, he had a good game overall, but come on. That's two tries. Shut the gate yeah. any day of the week. Come yep. on. Where's his fucking team backing him up for the last pass? If he yep. can't, if he hasn't got the fucking legs, wh- who's backing him up? I mean, where are you? Where, where's Teddy? He should be sniffing. That, he should be dining on that shit. Teddy, fucking Teddy's trying to fucking understand all the different options in latte he's going to have next year. <laughs> Don't have time for fucking game plans. It's mind-boggling. You mean there's syrup? <laughs> you can add syrup to the latte. <laughs> <laughs> 
With jelly. What's a mocha? syrup. <laughs> I prefer syrup. <laughs> oh, fucking hell. Um... But the West Tigers, I mean, they you know they didn't go away. They they came back well. I mean, it was still atrocious. There was, there was, the game hinged on a couple of like atrocious attempt. You know, uh, that Sue try should never have been scored, um, and that's pretty much flat on uh, on Tapao's shoulders. I mean, he's yeah. got to, he's got to wear that. And that's that was really the game. I mean, there's a lot of people like, oh yeah, Cherry Evans cost them game. Cherry Evans did cost them shit. There was. That try was never scored, never going to be scored through him, and he was never stopping what was a simple pass out to you know cut out you know two players out to the yeah. left. There was no nothing. All he did was make the best of a bad situation and try and fucking jag some gamesmanship on there, and he nearly fucking did too, which is to which would be permanently to the disgrace of the fucking NRL if they had a pulled that try back. Yeah. I mean, forward pass notwithstanding that you can't rule on. If they had have called that an obstruction legitimately and fucking pulled know, the try back... The, the only reason it didn't, though, was that if he changed, it, changed the angle of his run a little bit yeah. and kept his fucking hands to himself, because that's the criteria they pinged him on, was that he made the choice, he initiated contact... Yeah, but I mean, defender. even even the even with the the line run and everything like that, there was never any like there was never any danger. I don't the, think there wasn't. But for the bunker to overturn, that's the thing. You look at all the ones that they fucking call obstructions. Yeah, but if he did, but if he didn't, it wouldn't have been nothing. I mean, he wouldn't have. There would have been no contact. Like I mean, that's what I'm saying. Like he's tried to to pull the gamesmanship thing, yeah. gamesmanship thing, and um, he's dying you know, piece of shit. Yeah. I mean, sometimes I think the bunker should fucking like we go. Look, we can't rule on forward passes, but that's clearly forward pass. But they've sent it up for obstruction, so uh, it's not really. But so you, you want, kind of do adjust you want the bunker to go against the rules? No, I just think they should. You know, they could make the right decision for the wrong reason. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like get to the right decision. Fucking hell. <laughs> Where, where's your Bernie Sanders flag? <laughs> But look, the, well, well done, the West Tigers. And it, is, it is heartwarming. It's heartwarming to see a team celebrate winning a game to get them into 15th place on the ladder like they'd won their grand final. And it is truly the mark of a defeated fan base and an absolute nothing pub side when they, like, they're still, they're, they're still drunk people at Lockhart Oval. I think it's sitting cute. on the fucking scoreboard. I think it's cute that Robbie Farisol that they actually won a game on their own backs <laughs> when it's very clear that you cunts are still angry at Newcastle, <laughs> but, you know, stomping on Tube's face. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. And look, look, you know, suck shit to the Knights on that front. I mean, you know, look, you still got three games left, both of you. Certainly, figure it out for yourselves. The thing is with the Knights. I mean, like, uh, have the Knights got them on for and against? Yeah. I think they've got to tie them up, don't they? So, they, so look, you know, the Knights' predicament is not a world away from the predicament facing, you know, like your Dragons and, and Canberra at the moment. You know, yeah. all you can do is win the games. And sure, you're playing the Melbourne Storm. I know the Knights know. don't. Fuck it. What's that? They don't? They they did until you can't lost to the Tigers. Yeah, but I mean, it must be only, it must be fucking close. It's only, it must be a couple points. points. Yeah, well, that's, yeah. That's, that's easy to turn around. Provided the Knights don't suffer an absolute raping Lower. at the hands of the Storm. Yeah. yeah. Which, look, I'm not going to say it's possible, but it's, you know, who knows? Who knows? Yeah. Um, got some interesting tweets. Uh, the biggest Tiger, uh, still lost for words. All I know is when MZ, NWZ scored right in front of me, some grass went in my eye. That's why I almost cried. 
Like, see, you can't begrudge biggest tiger. You can't, you can't take it away from him. But when you feel like crying like that, see, I got that feeling when Beaver scored like in the last couple of minutes of forty nil in the grand, a meaningful fucking a meaningful game when it meant something. I mean, when you you know when you're just scraping the when you're just pulling a fucking spoon that's half embedded out of your ass. Like, oh, yeah, I guess that would, that would give you some tears, too. Uh, Juno, you, Uate, still screwing the Knights. Dodgy try versus the Knights and letting in that last try to make sure the Knights are last. Fucking, how many times do you want to put Knights in 140 characters, sir? This is great. This is my favourite tweet of the entire round. Daniel Cousins, C-O-U-Z-E-N-S, one. Hashtag Sea Eagles in decline, cunt. Now, on face value, you're, like, unimaginative. I can see how he got to put it all together. But... Th- that account only only surfaced in August 2017. Ooh. Follows 30 people, no followers, tweeted once, and that's it. <laughs> it was an egg created. It follows some other things like the Premier of Sydney, the Premier of New South Wales, sorry, um, Sydney Travel, then things like Ricky Gervais. Then you know what? Us, us. I applaud this person who may not be a tech-savvy tech savvy little millennial shit such as yourself. Wonder if they wonder if they've just uh, if they're related to to uh, Kazo, the the Digi of Manly, and they just don't like and who used to be the Digi of West Tigers, and they just don't they just don't <laughs> like the way that you know. But I applaud anybody that goes to the effort of creating a Twitter account just call to call a you cunt. a cunt. <laughs> <laughs> it's, that's a, it's some vintage Sharkman O five. You're, you're my people, sir. <laughs> <laughs> Hasn't tweeted. See, this is the thing. That was my only tweet. Hasn't tweeted since, even when I replied and said, you know, enjoy 15th place, mate. Like, oh, no, keep the bands going. Keep keep it going. He's, he's done. Don't be Nathan Peets in Origin That's, uh, 3. He's, uh, he's powder spent. It's done. <laughs> Don't run three metres, son. <laughs> yeah, he ran three metres. <laughs> and, you know, it was, it, was a, it was a hostile three metres. I'm sure he was, uh, you know, some Telstra statistic made it you know, look like he was fucking active as hell. But <laughs> He's off the tweet stats. <laughs> Cattle dog blue. <laughs> How good is Suburban Rugby League? NRL, 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 NRL dropped the main major stadiums. League's a TV game. Played on small suburban grounds. Look, I don't disagree with that tweet. Neither do I. I fucking love the bookie games and like Leichhardt looks to be you know similar mm. sort of thing. Gotta love Keefe. Oh dear, this will be the only manly match I will not skip through. The sweet, sweet, salty tears will be delicious. Look, I'm sorry to disappoint you, bud. But that's the thing. When people will be like, oh, yeah, it's going to be so salty. Oh, it's going to be restful. Mm. In turn, I will serve you none of that. I bid you adieu. Congratulations on your win. Celebrate hard and heartily. Enjoy 15th, or perhaps 16th. Uh, on a daily bailus, Manly deserved to lose that. The Tigers did a great job to bring Manly down to their level. We welcome back Nat Sinclair for the Ask Nat segment. How are you going? Obviously, you've had a, a great last weekend and yeah, feeling good. Yeah, feeling good. Six weeks in a row, feeling great. <laughs> now, this week, you you guys are going down to Canberra. Are you going to go down to watch the game or are you going to... Um, I'm just like, I think I might stay at home. Only because last, last year when we went down, um, obviously here in the final, God, I was such a depressing yep. drive up, so I don't know if I can do that to myself again. <laughs> so, <laughs> I think I'll just watch how long does that take? How long does it take to drive from there? Uh, like to Penrith, it was like almost three hours. Um, yeah, that's, so that's, that's a decent time. drive when you're on the wrong end of it. It was very, it was a night. It wasn't very fun. So yeah, I think I'll just watch it. Yeah, 
Yeah, I remember the 2000, 2007 grand final. I got on a plane like pretty much straight after. Oh my god! Like god. walked out of the stadium, got on a bus. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, god. That's a that's a long that's a long trip. Very long <laughs> trip. A long wow. trip back. But um, but you know, no, you got to think positively. You're going to win. I mean, even though Canberra think. finally struck struck a vein of form, yeah. okay, it's just because the other way we we play so similar. So I think there's always a period in the first like 20 minutes we kind of stand around and no one knows, knows what to do because we're each watching each other's attack. And then it's just like, yep. what do we do? We actually have to play like football that everyone else plays. So <laughs> that kind of happens yep. like every yep. single game without fail. So um, that's what will happen. But I don't know. I'm not confident about this one. But I think we can afford to drop one. So I'm not stressing too much. Yeah, I, I think I think you can afford to drop one, but all your games are against teams that are in that same sort of bracket. I mean, yep. not so much round twenty six, but like the next two games for you guys, you're playing yeah, teams I that absolutely you need be, it. You should be not so much in yet because you guys did lose the Tigers, so you never. Yeah, know. but you might I be feel. For a spot in the <laughs> we'll uh, we'll destroy we'll we'll we'll, uh, we'll destroy all all uh, all of our neighbours on four and against over the next couple of weeks, okay. but. The difference is we, we're playing teams that have absolutely nothing. Like, and in the case of the like dogs, you would assume nothing to play for. <laughs> well, well, no, the dogs, the Tigers, have, they're playing for positions under the Cleary regime next year and everything because there's new players coming in. They've got to, they've got to prove themselves, you know. But teams like the dogs, they don't even get. They don't even know if they're going to be there next year. They might oh, get farmed yeah, out over the off season. They, yeah. they, they, they hate their coach. They hate their CEO. Like, yeah. there's like the head conditioning guy is going to leave. From what I've been told, yeah. The, yeah. They've got all these Gen Y fuckheads that like don't, like like Leisha that don't want to put in, yeah. and and so they've got like nothing to play for. And the Warriors, oh, no Sean Johnson. I mean, case of team. yeah, yeah. So so yeah, I feel I, I feel like the the different the difference between our run and your run, and because you know our run we, we like parallel and we intersect at the end of the at the end of the season in round twenty six. Yeah. The difference is Canberra. There's no tomorrow. They absolutely need it. And the Dragons, there's no tomorrow. They absolutely need it. Yep. So I you're playing so. guys that are motivated for finals football and they've, yeah. they've got everything to play for. They get you guys. Not only does it get them closer to the eight, it also pulls you back towards them as well, you know? Yeah, the thing is, though, like, you look at, like, as much as we say that, remember the 20, round 26 last year, the Tigers win that game and they're in the eight and they lose by 50. So on our, yeah. like, on your day, you can get up against these teams. So it's just, you know, no one's going to know what's going to happen. No one could have yeah, predicted last yeah. round. No one could have predicted that. Parramatta losing and you guys losing. So I think it's just, like, we just have to wait and see, like, how it all plays out. It's going to be very interesting. But the NRL draw... Yeah, but the like, Tigers were also playing that. a team that was, like... They're playing a team that was like you know top, looking like top four, trying to you know yeah. trying to second. yeah they were, they were like the, the ghost yeah. the darkies for the grand you know for you know everyone's favourite sentimental favourites yeah. like late partner was oh, raping yeah. everybody I, and, even know. I like I'm, I think I'm not even sure I'm like oh it'd be nice to see Raiders make it <laughs> because yeah, you know no. if we can both squish in there I'm happy. <laughs> as long as the dragons don't make it right. Yeah, see dragons. I'm happy to have dragons and cowboys drop out and then I drop the cowboys. Yeah, drop the cowboys. Bring Canberra up. Done. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm good with that. Like too, but they got, they're not going to go anywhere. But I almost so feel like with Ricky Stewart as well, I'm kind of like, yeah. he doesn't deserve it. Yeah. I don't want I him agree. to have it. Like, yeah. you know, some of the team, the yeah, but like... But even some of them have, just, have been just really real fuckheads this year, like yeah. like BJ and the feuding yeah, yeah. with, with Techno Viking. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> so it's almost like yeah they don't they don't deserve maybe maybe give it to the Cowboys and then we, then we'll have just some one crippled side in the eight that are just oh. easy pickings for whoever gets hopefully them. they can come seventh or something we can come sixth and get yeah. next round <laughs> take them out to Penrith and drag them again yeah exactly yeah um so what do you make of all this stuff on the Titans with oh. Hayne and Henry and oh god like you know what though like 
I don't know. I don't know what to believe, but if I'm going upon what we do know, which is, you know, there, there is, there is, no matter how much they deny it, yep. the problem between yep. the two of them. Um, I yep. think Hayden's going to go. I really do. I think he's actually like I think he's a bit of a cancer on the on, on the. Yeah, stage. They're, they're reporting up here in the papers that mm. that it's pretty much decision is made that, yeah, that Henry's Henry going. And then yeah. I don't know if you saw the picture of the, the the photograph of the back pages up here this morning on the Courier Mail, but it had um, LG and um, Ash. What's his face? And the headline is like, you know, their ultimatum, like, you know, he goes, you know, Henry yeah, goes and we do. But then Nathan Pete said on Twitter himself that was bullshit, so. Yeah, he says a lot of shit on Twitter, though. Yeah, but I don't know. I kind of choose to, I, I don't know. I just think that once, this, once, once the team starts losing and once shit starts yeah. going wrong, the media will just take anything and, and make it bigger than Ben Hur. Like, the fact of the matter yeah. is here, there's an issue between Hayne and, and that's the only thing that's confirmed. So I really yeah. do think, like, hey, like, the Titans were going so... I mean, everyone forgets. It was this time last year. They were going so well. They were... They almost beat Cronulla. They had, like, a, they, they drew in Cronulla last year. I remember yeah, that Cronulla, so yeah. clearly. Such a good game. And then Hayne came in, and... Like, it literally has been from that week that Hayne came in. They've turned shit. And I know they've had injuries. So I know yeah. that sort of thing happens. But I don't know what it is. I don't know if you put some of the other players off. You know, I think it might be because you you listen to what Parramatta players have said this week about him, and they don't want to fire him if coming near him. And, yeah, yeah. Um, and I think that's just all from all reports. We haven't heard anything positive come out yet about him. Not one thing. And I'm sure someone yep. would have said it. So, yep. You know, I don't know what they're thinking. I think the problem is, though, just from a monetary point of view, they have to pay him out 1.2 million dollars. They get nothing for it. Yeah, Whereas Henry, and, and they're you're talking like it has to be like a financial situation. Like Henry, mm-hmm. if Henry gets sacked, you know they might have to pay out like four hundred thousand. Yeah, that's. But if Hayne goes, it's like one point two. So like, yeah, it and is better than that. But I mean, like you think about for the future of the team, though. Yeah. If I the worst think... thing that he's done as a coach yeah. is is get offside with Jared Hayne yeah. and piss off two two kids who are in like their second year of football Still in yeah. the big leagues, yeah. then he's doing all, yeah, then he's oh, doing okay. I, I think he's like, a good coach. I really do. This is, and this is another thing. This is the same coach that got him got this team to the finals last year. This is the same coach yeah. that was there when they were playing so well. It's just ridiculous. It, it will never cease to amaze me how quickly people are to blame the coaches and how quickly they are yeah. to forget that they're the same coach that got them to the position they were in you know, six months, yep. a year ago prior. I mean, there's been a few yep. coaches. I mean, take your JTs of this world, like Jason Taylor, who just was yep. shit forever. Like, he's never really produced yep. one result in his whole life. But, you know, the majority of coaches... I didn't understand it when we punted Ivan Cleary. I never understood that because, you know, the year before, he got a team that was pretty shit, no offence to our team, yep. to the bloody preliminary final. The next year, we were ravaged with injuries and we don't make finals and they get rid yep. of him. And it's like, mm, yep. okay, this time last year, he got someone with Will Smith and Jamie Stout in the house to a game before the grand final. So, yep. yeah. That's After nice. despite the injuries and the rest of it, you know? Yeah, exactly. And it's, like, just, so, it's, yeah. Just, it's not it's not Neil Henry's problem here. It's just not. Like yep. the players and well, he's, and also Henry's the remember Henry's the guy that they kind of you know was behind the scenes that was you know mm-hmm. the, said to be the real coach of the Queensland State of Origin side in the Malmeninga era, which was like the yep. you know the vast majority of the, you know the 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 era. You where, know? where all the wins have come from? Yeah, the it's inner row era. So, you know? Yeah, so I just think it's honestly like if they're, they're making a massive mistake here, and it just sends a bad yep. vibe, doesn't it, to everyone else? Like, oh, if you're a big enough name, then you can. You know, they've done the anti-West Tigers. And what the West Tigers have done is going to be the best thing for them. I know they're losing um, Tedesco and Woods, and Tedesco's a loss, Woods isn't. 
Um, but yep. this is going to be the best thing that happens to their team. Saying, not yep. like, sorry, guys, offers off the table. Cleary's running the show. And then they're doing the opposite. Like, can't they learn from what? I don't know. Yeah, and I mean, it's funny because, like, Wayne Bennett put out in the media the other week that, you know, oh, yeah, they want to bring Ashtail home in, you know, 2019 what or something. What can they afford you? And- can I ask that? Sorry. Like, how? <laughs> <laughs> how? Uh, yeah, yeah, you know, they. You know, yeah, the, yeah, that's a that's a never ending, that's yeah. a never ending field of speculation that one. But um, yeah. but now if he's got the shiz with him, he's like, you know, you, he leaves or we do, then yeah, then the Titans are like, oh shit, we can't lose Ash Taylor. He's like, he's been like our best player, but the, the Broncos player, already want him. So I mean, do we want to just deliver him? All year, you know. Yeah. Like I was right, yeah. we played Ash, we played the Titans two weeks ago, and Ash Taylor was nothing special. No, he's fall, he fell off a bit towards the end. I mean, he's been yeah. pretty good for he was pretty good for the first half of the season, maybe longer. Mm-hmm. Has fallen off a little bit, but I mean, you know, how much of that is, you know, if any of this stuff's real, how much is that? Oh, they got these people need to grow the fuck up. Sometimes you're not going to like your boss. Sometimes yeah. you're not going to get along yeah. with it. Sometimes they might tell you you're not doing a good job. Go out and fix it. Like this is the problem yeah. when we have these people that are just sheltered. They're like they come out of school straight into NRL, and and mm-hmm. some of them don't work for it as hard as others do, and they just have a little cry because maybe the coach said you weren't doing well enough that game, and yeah. and that's probably where all this can stem from. And they, yeah. oh god, so much wrong with this world. <laughs> you, you, you can't. You, you, you're such a, you're such an old lady now. And, I know, you know I back am. In my day. Oh my god! <laughs> I'm gonna say, uh, in real life. <laughs> yeah. You, uh, these millennials. <laughs> yeah, dude, I feel like I'm about thirty, and I'm looking in, like, I'm looking on the outside of these millennials. I am a millennial, and I don't realize it. <laughs> yeah. I'm working for a law degree, ain't no joke though. That's yeah, the thing. Very true. Actually, yeah. requires some hard work. Yeah, yeah, um, okay, so questions this week. We got one from uh, the the Egg Council creeper the underscore merchant that he is, and uh, remember earlier that he was trying to get you to help with selecting uh, a team for his uh, missus. Yeah, yeah. And she and and Panthers were one of the finalists, and I believe they actually won. So like, how do I get around getting my Panthers missus to not bring up the Cowboys game? See <laughs> a Cowboys fan. Good start for her. Yeah. Oh dear, that's not good. You don't. You take it like a man. Yeah. What you got to do is don't make excuses. Don't give it anything to respond to. Just say good game, great. You, you said know? they played well and they deserved to win. Played well and they deserved it, and there was nothing to do with our team that led that win. Just say that. So you give it nothing to exactly. <laughs> because yeah, then that way it makes her the so terrible like, oh. sore loser. So yeah. if, if she if she you know responds in any any sort of way, yeah. Then it's got nothing. Yeah, that's what you got to do. Arguing one hundred and one. Yeah, exactly. Let them win when you need to. Yeah, exactly. Okay, now we go on from Facebook from Martin, and he said, uh, "If you were offered a six-figure sum to join the Jared Hayne cheer squad, would you accept and not just tell anybody?" Yep. <laughs> Six figures. Are you crazy? <laughs> I mean, it doesn't even it doesn't even have to be high six figures. Just no, just one dollar. Get across the line. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> he didn't say how long it was. Maybe yeah, he's a tough it out for one season. Maybe one game. You know, he might not even you be could, an NRL player anymore. So this might be a very easy yeah. hundred thousand dollars I've just made. <laughs> you could you could smile and you could and you could and you could put on the on the the suit that's got like you know wings coming out of your arms yeah. like under your arms and stuff and Completely do dances where it. you pretend to fly around and yeah. you know maybe you have to switch it up and do like a train dance and you know want to do a hang train thing. Uh, thing. Do you know what's funny about ironic about this question? Um, when I was growing up, um, I, I went to school obviously um, with a lot of Parramatta fans. That was like the main um, the main group of people. They supported Parramatta and I supported Penrith. 
there's a lot of rivalry okay. there. And, um, yeah, all the boys my year loved Parramatta. And I remember the year in which um, bloody Parramatta won the grand final. Uh, didn't win it, sorry. They did not win. Um, they got into the grand final. And um, yep. I could not stand Jared Hayne. I, I hated this guy. I hate him. Um, like, beyond words. And, um, yeah, to see him, you know, propel them. It was like my worst nightmare in Belgium before my eyes every week. And then I remember, like, the week <laughs> of the grand final, there was this photo in the newspaper and everyone had Jared Hayne masks on. And I feel like that's oh, burned God. into my memory as, like, that's a, that's a traumatic childhood memory, looking at that photo. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't feel the same hatred at all whatsoever towards Jared Hay anymore. Um, but I think there's like a, a little part of me that, that that would hurt being his cheerleader. Um, yeah. But yeah, 100K yeah. is fine. <laughs> but you suppress it for hundred grand, and then yeah, all day. <laughs> uh, yeah, and uh, you know that's we, we you know we know we know your price now, and I yeah. mean it's not it's not cheap. I mean <laughs> in, in your favour, <laughs> but yeah. you can be bought. Absolutely can. <laughs> All right, that's it for the questions this week. Have you got anything else you want to chat about? Uh, not really. I don't want to say anything. I don't want to make any grand statements because it might, you know, bite me on the arse <laughs> the next few weeks. Yeah, so that's true. It can happen. Quietly just enjoy our six in a row and hope that extends to seven. Um, an eight and nine. <laughs> And then, and then you look forward to next week. Obviously, we'll talk to you next week before your uh, your final, My final uh, potential, yeah. potentially, so certainly your final regular season yep, home game. Which is very sad, actually. Yep. I've been feeling a bit sad about it lately, past few weeks, but um, I still yep. think it's time. Time to let it go. It's so, there's, so there's absolutely no chance. I mean, you, you, you physically, you, you couldn't, like, you know, with work and everything, you, you, you couldn't stretch it out another year I, if you got... I, I say, could, I could, but I don't think so. Um Yep. I think it's just, you know, I don't want to be doing it forever. No offence to those girls who do it forever, that's fine. But I just think there's a time where you've got to kind of let go of that sort of thing. And now is probably it when I'm, you know, I'm a lawyer now. And It's not like there's anyone doing it forever, though. I mean, you don't see, like, any, like, B. Arthurs out there. No, no, like definitely Betty, not. Like Betty White's out there shaking the pom yeah, I know there's some girls, like, you know, who've had babies and stuff and they're still doing it and, and that sort of thing. And I don't know, I just think there's a time where you've got to kind of let go of that sort of thing and move forward and I think that this is probably it so yeah yep. that's tomorrow next week will be my last game at Pepper so what so what so what happened I mean what's the expectation what what happens after a, a last game I mean do you get chaired around the field by oh. the rest of the girls do they let you do they let you be on top <laughs> of the pyramid or <laughs> I think people obviously tell people after the game in the change room I'll be like well that was it for me <laughs> that's probably it <laughs> <laughs> nothing more um but I'll probably cry my way through the whole game to be honest um uh, and the cameras uh, just use got to be mindful of the cameras it's yeah. quite embarrassing so definitely not the first time I've cried on the field I've cried on the field many times over the result yep. um, but um, good or bad um, I cried after the Raiders game this year that was good because that was just very yep. overwhelming um, but I cried yep. um, at the um, both finals losses like yep. a lot my first finals loss it was my second year of cheerleading and I thought we were going to make the grand final like I had booked it in, in my head I was like, are you serious? Like, we can, we can beat the, what, seventh place Bulldogs. This is going to be fine, you know. And we lost yep. by four points, and I literally, oh, my God, it was embarrassing. Like, it was bad. I, I was, like, shaking. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> I just, I thought this would be a grand final, second year cheerleading, have a good life. So, yeah, that's what I'm If I'm in charge of the cheerleading, no, I mean, I'm looking at that and going, wow. She she cares. That chick, oh, <laughs> she's, I care. she's, she's yeah. down with the team. She I cares. I realised, yeah, she cares. <laughs> 
This isn't like some springboard to some, you know, this isn't some springboard to, to you know, dancing, with, you know, whatever. This is like, you know, she, she actually gives a shit about this. Yeah, absolutely. So it would be really nice if they made finals and kind of get a good crack at it this year just to give yep. something, you know, good to, so I can feel like I'm going out in a high. Um, but we'll see. <laughs> Hopefully. We will. We will. All right, thanks for your time again. No worries. And I'll chat to you next week. That's and remember, good. everybody, if you want to get a question in, hashtag AskNat is the uh, easiest way for me to find it. Okay, previews. This week, the Thursday night game, another barnstormer, asterisk. The Eels take on the Titans at ANZ. Look, this could go one of two ways. The Titans, with Hayne mysteriously ankle injured. Yeah. Uh, look, they, they could, you know, maybe... Has he played them yet since he's come back from NFL? Th- I believe three games, three chances he's had, none of which he's played. Zero from three he's actually turned up for. Is this starting to become more than a coincidence? Oh, I think, yeah, absolutely is. But this is also this week as well, where there's like the coaching thing, maybe get him out of the picture for a week just to, you know, take a bit of drama, you know, out of the situation. Yeah, okay. In a team, in a team vying for a fucking top four spot, take your origin player out because his fucking feelings are precious. No, because of, dis, you know, destabilising, you know, the team or maybe... Well, then why is he in your team? Well, imagine, I'm not asking you. I'm, yeah, yeah imagine, I'm there, but, but imagine if the Titans somehow galvanise and fucking smash the, you know, do a, oh, do a night. That'd be great. It would be amazing, and then it would also sign the fucking exit papers for for Haim because they'd be like, okay. You, no, you watch the Titans still not do that if that happens. Yeah, well, they can send him down to fucking tweet or whatever. Oh, they're, playing, like they're playing well now. Okay, just put him back in the side and they'll win the premiership. <laughs> Look, fucking idiots. The Eels will be fucking smarting from that loss to the Knights. Yep. They would French be absolutely re- reamed, and I cannot see any possible way for the Titans, even if they do have some crazy, like, coach killer antidote bounce back. Yes. Thing. So, yeah, eels all day. Yep. The Rabbits take on the Warriors at ANZ. It's a Friday pub slot. Yeah, I can't see the Rabbitohs losing this. So they found a, a bit of late season form. Yeah, they say foreign returns. I, th- I wasn't sure if he, if he was going to be in the side or not, though. But they've. Um, Is that a massive plus? No, no, not at all. Uh, then you've got Madalino suspended, uh, which does bring Charlie Gubb back into 17. So, yeah, it's always a good thing to see him. Jeez, he's, he's, he's fallen off the social media radar, though. But uh, the other thing is that um, I believe today at training, Nathaniel Roach was injured, I think a leg injury. Oh, really? Which means that they've, they dropped um, Luke, but I think he's going to have to come back for this game. And uh, he's played so disinterested and... So the guy that replaced Luke has had his leg broken. Yeah. And he's so not the saying, fucking primary suspect. So you're, saying, so you're saying it's like a Tonya Harding situation? Well, he was trying to fucking break the legs of people he was related to. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, what's he going to do to this kid? And a serper. <laughs> uh, look, South by plenty. The uh, Broncos take on the Dragons, Suncorp Stadium. Dragons desperately vying for you know to, to snaffle you know one of the final spots in the in, in the finals contention. Uh, unfortunately for them, they have to come up against the Broncos, who are in pretty good form at the moment at home. Yeah. Uh, look, I just the the, the, I mean, the Dragons have had some good wins of late. They have, but they haven't had to defend fucking things like Moga running at them. Yeah. Yep. And. Uh, 
I can't see Brisbane dropping this. I can't see it either. I mean, and you know, Broncos are only yeah, you know, like we said, they're jostling for home position in that in that second uh, second tier match uh, in the finals. Yeah, in the first week of the finals. The Dragons, I, I don't think even at their best and desperation, blah, 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 I just don't think they could beat them anyway. They're like, you know, taking the form line of the Broncos into account at the moment. Um, so, yeah. I'd just... Yeah, I, I think in a post Parramatta lost world, Brisbane yeah. are a, a smarter football team. Yeah, yeah. The Knights take on the Storm in Newcastle. Fuck me, they'll be up for it. The crowd will be up for it. It'll be uh, a celebration Three of o'clock. Uh, of uh, rugby league, great time slot. No doubt, be a huge crowd. Uh, I mean, they've they supported them through the bad times, and now they're enjoying a couple of you know some good times with some late season wins. Melbourne are the uh, the redhead of the competition, as are Brisbane. Maybe not so much used to sunlight. Yeah, I'd uh, Munster back, and uh, yeah, I think the Storm are getting yeah. closer to the. the the full strength machine leading up to the finals and unfortunately for the the Knights the good fortune ends correct Saturday yep the Roosters take on the Tigers at Allianz Gordon returns how great is rugby league pretty great Roosters talked about in premiership circles Mm -hmm. Manly beat them Mm -hmm. next week Tigers come out and beat Manly and Does anyone Rooster- back the Tigers against the Roosters? <laughs> I don't. And the only reason is because it doesn't really change anything for anybody. Like, yeah. I'm all for results at the moment that throw the fucking table around yeah. a bit in that in that final, in that that top eight. And unfortunately, the Roosters are up in that position where it doesn't fucking matter. I love that. All weekend I saw coming up on my telly, live ladder. Yep. A fucking stupid idea that is. Yeah, that's just that's that's just some some head fucking <laughs> fan head fuck shit. That's, that. You know, well, well, if the game finished right now, and, uh, fucking hell! Uh, breaking news: the game will not finish <laughs> right now. Yes, um, Roosters too Roosters good easily running into the finals. Bad luck to Tig Pies. Uh, this will this will take care of the for and against. Yep. And wouldn't it be amazing if Newcastle had just pulled the upset against the Storm previous? Bit of bit of spice into the into the, into the uh, last couple of rounds. Oh, that'd for be sure. great. The Cowboys take on the Sharks, thirteen hundred teeth. So, I'd, I'd love to say that I'm confident of the Sharks getting a win here, but I'm not. North Queensland are looking to have uh, Martin and Coote. Yep, back and that up. will get them back to you know close to their their classic. You know, 2017 lineup where they were having a lot of success. Our, uh, our headgear wearing phenomenon Pongi's been named on the wing. Yep. So, yeah. fuck it, I'm tipping the Cowboys. Yeah, I think the Sharks are going to. You know, they've got you know, they've got to go eventually, right? The Cowboys are playing for. I mean, the Cowboys are in a position if they lose this weekend, yep. then they're potentially you know other results. I mean, they're potentially the guys going to miss out in the seat. And again, based on recent form, yeah. Which team wants this more? Which team plays better in a game that they need? Yeah, yeah. And that's the problem with the Sharks. I guess they don't really need it now. I mean, that loss to the Broncos probably killed them off for, for top two yeah. consideration. Can so. Gallon tell them all to celebrate, oh, this is my 301th? Yeah, probably. Look, I still think the Sharks are going to win. But, you know, I wouldn't be surprised. Cowboys are good up there. The Raiders take on Penrith. This is the game of the fucking round down in Canberra. Canberra in Canberra, but it's in daylight hours, so shouldn't be too frigid. Yep. The Raiders... 
great form, scoring over 30 points in the last three weeks and, less, and conceding less than 18. Yeah, but Panthers, playing, playing minnows. Playing absolute fucking minnows of the competition. Panthers taking out playmakers and scraping wins in the last 10 minutes. Well, Wallace is out. So, um, oh, I thought that might have been the rain. Might have been making it rain, but it's, uh, it's actually Siona Katoa is going into hooker. Mm-hmm. Has improved since his debut. Because his debut was fucking ordinary. Yeah. Um, but, look, last week our big men stood up. And Canberra's pack are a dominant, strong bunch of forwards. Yeah. But that that's their Achilles heel. You take them out, you wear them out, and the rest of their the rest of their attack falls off. Their hooker can't get out there and explore and make your retreat straight away. Their right side can't get any of the action close to the try line that they like. They all start fucking infighting with each other. While they're doing that, fucking sixty points. This is your pre round twenty summation of the Canberra Raiders. This is not the last three weeks Canberra Raiders. <laughs> No. This, yeah, but they haven't come against fucking RCG. They you barely, you barely beat them last time when they were playing shit. They haven't come up against the resurgent James Tamau. Yeah. Like, last time, Matt Moylan, two tries in three minutes. Yeah. Right? Basically divide this game by three, and that's how many tries we're going to score. Point seven of a try. <laughs> no, what divided by three, we scored two tries every three minutes. Oh, you mean oh, so you're gonna actually keep that that scoring rate up yeah. for the entire eighty minutes? That's it. Yeah, no, that's not gonna happen. You're just being ridiculous. No. Raiders are gonna win. No, Panthers and, and 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 drop Penrith to the precipice of finals oblivion. Under Manly. Yep, very much so. Okay, because the mighty Manly Seagulls are playing the Canterbury Dankstown Bulldogs. Team with nothing to play, no one to play for, and no guarantee they're going to get paid in 2018. Or if they're going to be there, or if they're earning a fucking small fortune in Reggie's. It's hard to say what's going to happen. <laughs> but one thing for sure, one thing is absolutely certain, nailed on, Manly could touch 50 in this game. They'll fucking, they'll fix, they'll single-handedly fix all four and against quibbles with teams around them on the ladder in one round. Uh, give Bulldogs a genuine opportunity to challenge for the spoon. Because they they're only two games ahead of the Knights, is they it? are, or is it two games ahead of the Tigers? Two ahead of the Knights, so they're only fucking. There's a four, five, six win. Yeah, mm. so so the doggies there, you know, if the Knights can continue their good form, the, the Tigers can do their thing, and the doggies can. No. Canterbury to to come out and and do a uh, a Newcastle and Wests. Unfortunately, you just got the team two weeks in a row. <laughs> yeah, uh, unlikely. Uh, it's not going to happen. And Josh Reynolds, I forgot, he's gone too. So, oh, fucking leashes are going on the bench. This is fantastic. Everything's everything's coming up manly for this game. Because <laughs> we had we had the we had the, the the story come from Leash's dad is like the, the when he got dropped to Reggie's. He's the next immortal. He got he got dropped. Yeah, he, he got yeah. he got dropped to Reggie's, and um and then Desi calls a, a training session. And, uh, Leisha doesn't turn up. And he calls him, why aren't, you, why aren't you at the training? And he says, oh, well, you dropped me to Reggie's. Why would I come? That's a fucking, that's a that's an LG, that's an LG attitude right there. See, and this is the thing. All the shits on Des Hasler to perform. Yeah. 
What fucking recourse does he have with a cunt like that? Yeah. He's, Keep him in fucking Reggie's, I guess. Yeah, but, but he's, yeah. he's taken up yeah. money out of his top 25. Yeah. Yep. The whole system's fucking backwards. I hear you. I hear you, man. And so uh, Parker, I, I don't think Parker's injury. I, I, I can't remember what he what he did. I remember there was the concern they did ACL, but um, I don't think it was that bad. But uh, Kelly returns. Hopefully, his fucking head screwed on. Um, he should be refreshed after a little break. So uh, yeah, but otherwise, look, I don't think we're gonna have too many problems. Uh, no. Touch wood. Okay, that's it for episode 268. Thanks for listening, everyone. As always, you can interact with us on Twitter, so follow at TWI League on Facebook.com forward slash This Week in League as well. Um, iTunes, one of the best ways to support the show, get us up the charts, is reviews and ratings. Uh, if you don't know what to do, just take yourself to iTunes, uh, head to the podcast section, go to the sports and rec category. You'll see us in the What's Hot section. We're permanently in the number two slot there. Um, I'm not sure why, but I mean, you know, apart from, you know, being hot AF. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> as they say show this, I mean this is you know we we permanently in the what's hot section because we're lit AF I believe the terminology is that the children use these days and uh, clicking this, there this is how we do this because we are a certified banger and um <laughs> Click in there, choose a rating, leave a review, and uh, yeah, you, know, you can listen to us through the League Live app as well, and which is fantastic. You know what? What's that? You owe us reviews. Yeah, they do. While we're being millennials? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Give us reviews or we fucking walk. <laughs> <laughs> Super coach, two horse race now, the Wendells versus NZ underscore Magpie 54, I think are going to be the guys that take it all the way to the end. Only 23 points between them, and those guys are kicking... They're, ki- they're fucking killing it. One, uh, the Wendells are 128th overall in all of Supercoach. And uh, NZ underscore Magpie 54 is 137th overall. Yeah, so fantastic. good job, boys. Uh, Ebenezer Rascals, Dingbats, Lamb of God, Lucky Punks, Junior Mint, Seaweed Steelers, Reach Around Robbo's Back, and uh, Grey Ghosts make <laughs> up the numbers. Uh, tipping, new leader. We've got Jimmy Pop, a.k.a. Fijian Eels. He has taken the lead, tied with Am I Winning on 115. One point back to Kylie and Mad Dog. Another point back to the rest of the top 10, which is uh, Thacos, which is a new entry, I believe. Terry G, Toozy, Maka, Desi's Ducks, and Matthew Brella. So congratulations there. And uh, big mover, Jimmy Pop, with... Um, it was actually the week before. He's actually oh, fucking hell. When I look at the tipping, he's made four points up on the lead Jimmy in the last Pop. three weeks. So yeah, good job. Is that actually his name, or is he an old uh, Bloodhound Gang fan? Oh, I'd say that's probably where it comes from, right? Yeah, nice. Yeah, no, I was going to start thinking of lyrics from that song, but man, it's fucking late. I can't. <laughs> Fuck! What a fucking nineties band. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, like that 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 Chasey Lane song is a fucking classic. Oh yeah, <laughs> that, that is fucking all time. Fantastic. That people introduced to the to the parents, you know, with mum and yeah. dads. Yeah. Yeah. Show them them titties. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking classic. Anyway, that's it. That's all we got time for. Leave a review. See you next week. Bye. <laughs>